pixel fly. Listening to RazRadioLive.com, home of the first 52, the Weekend Review, the Rob Revere Show, Canna Fornication, and the Mallard Report. If you like what you hear on RazRadioLive.com, quit being such a cheap bitch and help us out. There's donation bars on the website, and if you use Amazon, link to them through us so we can get paid. Now let me stop bothering you and get you back to the quality programming that you like hearing, only heard on RazRadioLive.com.
What's up, man? This is Adam from Rebel Inc. You're listening to the first 52. Attention, brothers and sisters. Take a look around. We are killing the future. Killing the future. there is no turning back you take the blue pill the story ends you wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want you take the red pill you stay in wonderland and i show you how deep the rabbit hole goes
All I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. And here we go, Saturday night. The good times, let them roll. You're listening to the first 52 on Raz Radio Live. Oh, you know what I'm going to say. Now, we don't have a lot to talk about, but the topics we are going to talk about are very in-depth and very deep. So, uh, of course, we're going to get to them. We're coming to you straight live from FEMA Region 4 in Southwest Florida. God, I love it. Gotta love the weather. Although, uh, although, uh, our friends were back today. Uh, 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 you're there, you're there, you're just not up loud enough yet. Well, I can't hear myself through my own headphones. Uh-oh, that's not a good thing. That's yes. never good. Yes, our friends were back today. Oh, our lovely, lovely friends. You know what? I, I was driving, I went from Tampa to St. Pete this morning, and the sky was filled <laughs> There was, was X's and lines, and I'm watching it go from one end to the other, and I'm like, fuck, I'm sure Sean is thinking about it. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Do we have a convert? Are, are we getting no. a convert here? No, because two hours later, I'm driving back, and it's fucking raining. So guess what? The the, the, the environment is uh, – uh, oh God, I can't even speak. It's good for humidity. In other words – Exactly what it is. It's a, con- a persistent contrail. <laughs> All right. It's, it's, We're not going to get into the chemtrail contrail debate tonight. We've done that enough last week. I think it's the week. earliest. Yes. The earliest <laughs> oh, and those of you in the Tampa area, if you feel like donating to Four Toad, he needs some drink on Saturdays. He goes a little better. <laughs> <laughs> he rolls with the punches a little bit better that way. <laughs> so, you know, keep that in mind for next weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Here, here's the deal. When I'm sober, I could I could shut up. But when I'm drinking, uh, that ability is gone. Yeah. But that's the part we like about you. That was the fun part about <laughs> last week. <laughs> what I'm working on, though. I'm trying not to be. I mean, shit. Dangerous conversation. I mean, uh, Scott was saying, you know, I wake up and say, who am I going to argue with today? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow, man. That's the that's what the way people think about me. I was like, I must be an asshole. <laughs> well, we know you're an asshole. That's not a. Uh, that's I not. I don't think question, he's an but, asshole. Well, you know, he is. Well, why is he an asshole? I don't. Well, I don't know. Well, All if people, if it's you know laborious to listen to he's, me. Wait, wait, wait. He's going to explain to you why he's an asshole. Go ahead, proceed. Well, most of the time when people have a conversation <laughs> with me afterwards, they're like, Ugh. you know, it's 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 taxing to have a conversation with me, and and that's not what I want. I want that's not the <laughs> takeaway. I, I just want to have if, friends. Well, we can't always have what we want, you know? It's kind of... Well, i got to work is. on that, because I'm well, in control of that, aren't I? I'm the guy that's... Uh, I mean, if it bothers you, but, then but I that, guess. And the problem is, Dave, that's you. I mean, you can't change you. You know what it's I mean? Way to give him hope. Yeah, well, it's him, that's, and that's what oh, we like about or, him. That's why he's our there, friend. There's, there's a fucking tweet, I'm sure. There's a chemtrail tweet. <laughs> Well, no, I didn't mean to bring them up so early, but they were back. They were bad, really bad today. Uh, Scott was sending them out. Um, I was sending them out. Uh, Joshua was sending them out, our buddy there. Joshua 3.16 or 3 dot colon or whatever the hell it is. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't pay attention to religion. I don't know. Um, But, you know, we had a great experience this week. Uh, Scott asked me to join him on Dangerous Conversation with uh, Rob Revere and... uh, and, uh, 
Brad Friedman, our buddy Brad. You know, it was always it's always a pleasure to talk to Brad. But the best thing happened. I, I just couldn't believe it. Wait, wait, wait. What is it? What was he's it? Absolutely not wrong. He's he's right. Wait, what was that, Brad? He's absolutely not wrong. He's he's right. Wait, Brad, tell me again. He's absolutely not wrong. He's, he's right. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's you. You think that's a lot? I've I've heard that a lot today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was so lovely to to actually stump Brad Friedman. Now the whole section of what he said there um, was he was agreeing with me. He planned on coming on. And arguing with me and telling me how I was wrong and he couldn't. So, Brad, you know, I know you tend to tune in every once in a while. If you're listening, I'm glad to see you finally see it my way. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, he's, he's going to tear into you for uh, that one. Yeah, he may. You never know. Uh, and <laughs> hey, guys, join us, uh, join us in the chat room. Uh, don't forget, we got the chat room at razradiolive.com. You go right into the chat room there. You can listen from there if you're at home. Uh, of course, if you're out and about, you can get us on TuneIn. Uh, and then, uh, you know, I don't really talk about this much, but you can also get our shows um, on iTunes and Stitcher. So if you maybe miss it later or you want to download it for later use or give it to your friend, uh, you can get it right at iTunes there. Uh, just search Raz Radio Live on both iTunes and Stitcher, and uh, you'll find us there. <clears throat> so, honey. Yes. Tell me about your week. Why? It was a horrible week. I'm still one of those people committing to going to work and paying taxes. You know, so I've I've got my problems. Go ahead, Dave. We had spoken earlier this week uh, about an issue. Uh, And remember, there was all kinds of plans. I don't want to say what it is unless you don't want to talk about it. But has that worked itself out? It it has. And yeah, I don't want to talk about it on here. But yeah, it's (laughs) it's working out. So did you see they shot that guy? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We were talking about that that night too. Yeah. Let's, uh, yeah. And I've got your email, Dave, and I haven't had a chance to listen yet. And, and just for the listeners, we're working on something in the background because anytime you talk to Dave in private, he tends to record your conversations. Um, so he sent me one and he wants, uh, to air it and we might do, he's going to go through some of them and, and we might, uh, put a little, little, uh, behind the scenes of the first 52. Uh, well, it's always a good conversation. It, it, it it's, is. It, it's almost like we're doing a show when we're talking. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's how we discuss them. Shit, sitting around the campfire last, or sitting around the the, the garden last week was like we were doing a show. Right. You know, it's amazing how you can turn pretty much anything into a show. And if I could carry my desk with me, I would do a show a lot more often than I do. <laughs> Although there is an app for the smartphone uh, out there that, that, uh, anybody else who might do this, uh, just search, uh, broadcast myself or, or broad, my broadcast or something like that. And, and it's a, it's a two channel mixer, um, on your cell phone. One's for the microphone and then one runs the, the audio that you have on your phone. Uh, it's, it's kind of really neat. Uh, so maybe check that out, not to get tech talk on the first 52. We haven't, haven't done that in a long time. I think the uh, the main thing and, and what Brad was saying he he I was right on or at least he agreed with me on um, was Donner Dorner uh, I do want to get into that uh, in the second hour we have uh, Michael Shaner uh, he's a writer for the Examiner I believe Examiner dot com uh, he's a libertarian writer I found him when I was when I was really running behind the Ron, Ron Paul group and I like his articles he he, he has a good good libertarian view that he puts into his articles um i've been following him on facebook for eh, about a year maybe a little more 
So I'm curious to talk with him, learn about him. Mike, if you're listening, you got an idea of what I want to talk about. I want to learn about you and, and, and what brought you along. And uh, then we'll go uh, go into some more stuff and we'll pull up some of your articles and discuss them. So that's that's what we'll do with him. And then, as usual, the third hour, I'm putting the call out for calls, 941-421-0401. Uh, third hour is when we're going to try to load up the phones. Maybe uh, um, Kevin can give us an update. I know he's out there in Arizona, although I don't know if he, well, I, I, he's I, in Vegas, man. Or, yeah, that's what I meant in Vegas In Vegas for uh, the big birthday bash for the group of them. Um, so we'll see if we get an update. We'll see how drunk he is at that point in time. Maybe he can give us a call. Uh, although I'm sure he's not listening because he's at the concert tonight, isn't he? There, Dave. What? Um, I'm reading uh, what Frank's talking about in the uh, chat box. <laughs> yeah. By the way, join us in the chat box, razradiolive.com forward slash chat. Frank Castle's hey. in there right now. I'm in there. Oh, Dave's Frank might be giving. There. That's right. Frank. Frank might be giving us a ring too. Wait, no, no. Hold on a second. He's saying that the Skype isn't up. Is is the Raz Radio Skype up? Uh, yes, I have it up. Me and you are Skype through, through a different account, right? Yeah, we're we're Skype through one. I have the Raz Radio up on the other computer here. Maybe he was trying to call and you're not watching it. Yeah, like, let me bring that volume up. Well, I'd have an alert that I missed a call though. All right. Well, I have that turned up now. Let me uh. Let's try this here real fast and see if I can find him. Yeah, I did. I forgot I asked him to join us for a little bit too. So let me uh, see if I can. Where the hell wow, is he? way to forget things. <laughs> well, you know me, <laughs> I tend to do that. <clears throat> so, what a day with, day with no child will do to you. Yeah, we, yeah, we had. Forget everything. <laughs> we had no child today, so we were uh, relaxing. Running around, running around the house naked. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's showing offline. Frank, uh, unless you're calling the phone number. No, he he said in the oh. chat box that he meant should he use Skype. Oh, yeah. Join us however you want to join us, brother. Whatever's the best for you. And I got that turned up. Uh, yeah. Oh, and I want to hear his opinion on Dorner. Uh, Donner. Dorner. Dorner, right? Dorner. Yeah. Dorner. Dorner. Mm. So, but what I was thinking and what my theory, I talked about this on Dangerous Conversation the other night. Um, I, I feel he was a target. He was murdered. Um, he had something he wanted to say and a bunch of people didn't. Now, I don't think this is a false flag by our government. I don't think this was done, uh, in order to control our thought pattern or to, you know, any of the, the many things people are out there thinking. I'm thinking, uh, I just think that this was a man that, that knew some stuff and, uh, they didn't want him to talk about it. And unfortunately it went the way it went. And that's just that, that's what I believe. He, uh, I'd have to agree. You know, they wanted him dead, and I, I kind of said that even before they shot him. I was like, man, they they really want to, because not only that, I mean, they're shooting innocent people because they think it might be him, and uh, that just tells you what what their mindset and the fact that they have it on audio saying, you know, burn that fucker down. Uh, it just says to me that they had one thing in their mind. It was not justice. It was revenge. And I kind of get it. You know, he just shot another cop. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, murdered another cop. And I'm, I'm against the murder. I, I was kind of rooting for him. Like, run, motherfucker, run. Um, but I, I am against the murders. And But it's it's sad to see that that's what he had to do to shed light on it. Because now uh, two or three other ex-LAPD cops have come out and said, yeah, he's right. You know, and I found uh, testimony from the guy because he went to bat for a uh, a perp, or or I shouldn't say perp, a guy that 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 cunt uh, chupacabra kicked, and uh, he was a mentally retarded man, and it was in a uh, videotaped in a 
uh, law office from a lawyer asking her questions. And, you know, he said, you know, he, sh he kicked her in the face or he kicked him, whatever. He got kicked in the face. Right. And, uh, you know, so nothing that <clears throat> was on Dorner's uh, quote unquote manifesto uh, is false. Now, so I, to, you, we got to tell that story about the whole manifesto fiasco with us this week, also. Um, oh yeah, yeah, that was really interesting how that went down. Um, is it still, did, can you check to see if uh, is it still like that? Yeah, hold on, let me look here. All right, while he's looking, I'll, I'll tell the people what had happened was I had gotten an un unedited copy of the manifesto and I put it in a Word document and I just kept it on my desktop and I named it Christopher Dorner, right? And then uh, Sean was going to go on. Shannon Burke show is Conspiracy Corner, which you already do Tuesdays at five, right? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, let me send him this so that he has something to brush on because the the whole thing had just had happened. So I was like, you know, that's all they're going to be talking about. You might as well read up on it. And I tried to send it through uh, direct message via Facebook because you could send files. And I just sent that very same file to somebody else, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes earlier. So I was like, let me send it to you. And it never got to you. Yeah, uh, I'm seeing here now, and I don't know when it came in, but it, it, it is in there now. It's within the line of where it should be. Um, so I, I don't know when it came in, though. I, I, yeah. I, this is the first time I've gone back and looked. But why you would get message, messages from him following that, but you just didn't get that one in between until yeah. like a few days exactly. later. Yeah. yeah, and we have you screenshots, know. so. Right. If anybody uses the Facebook Messenger, they know that it, there's a line, you know, the first message, the second message, you know, the, it, it goes in like chronological order. Right. So I sent him a message after I sent him the, the file and that message got to him, but the message with the file did not. And he screenshotted it and we ha I have it on my side where I sent it. He has it on his side where he didn't get it. And it's, uh, you know, it's, it's obvious censorship through Facebook. Yeah, they wanted to read it before I did is, is what I think because they, they got it to me finally. Um, well, I don't know about that because, like I said, I had sent it 10, 15 minutes earlier to somebody else. I think now since I was able to send it to somebody else who is not on the radio or, you know, just she's somebody that I know. Doesn't have a website uh, and four or four Facebooks. And right. <laughs> she's loud. She's open about stuff. But, uh, you know, she's not nearly as loud as you or, you or I. I think they're, they're, they're monitoring you because you were the, the odd one out. You know, you were the one that didn't get it uh, in time. And uh, like I said, I had sent it earlier. So it's not, it's obviously not me. It's obviously not the other woman. Uh, and you're the one that didn't get it. You're the odd man out. Well, you know yeah. what? Then that makes me feel good because I've achieved my goal. Ha ha. I'm being <laughs> surveilled. Yay. Yeah, no, that's, that's fine. I hope you're listening. Understand you, I'm not going to stop. You might be on an anarchy list now too. Uh, or su sorry. suspected anarchy list. I'm on a no-fly list now. I can't go anywhere. He's a tourist. <clears throat> a tourist. I'm a tourist. <laughs> don't be scared and confused. Dude, don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I thought that was interesting that happened to us. Uh, you don't see that kind of... Sent and and I've, I've been having a lot of problems with Facebook um, for about a week now. Um, it won't let me like things sometimes. Uh, it won't let me... Uh, share things sometimes it'll take forever for my post to, to actually post uh i don't know if anybody else out there is uh having those problems but you know if you are let me know so i can feel that it's not that bad for me then because it's oh, yeah i've had i've had those problems as well with specific content you know yeah i can go back and post you know a picture of a cat and i have no problem i go back to, to post the thing i want 
and it won't post. Yeah, well, Raz Radio Live is one of the ones I have a problem with. <laughs> <laughs> Go yeah, figure. The Red Pill Society I have a problem with also. That's that's the one that I always have a problem posting. In. Always have a problem. Yeah. The Red Pill Society. Yeah, that one. That one gets a lot of problems. Um, <clears throat> what do you think? Uh, so, so you kind of agree that Dor- Dorner had some shit to say, H- honey? We didn't get your opinion on Dorner, and what do you think of that whole thing? I mean, just from what I've seen, well, you know, I'm a big fan of due process. I think that's part of the mm-hmm. system we should abide by. And, you know, people are like, well, he was guilty anyways because he murdered all those other people. So I'm okay with it. No, there was no, who said that? Mainstream media? Okay, so we're just taking mainstream media's word for it now. So we're just going to go around murdering people. Oh, Okay, that's what I think about it. I think it's ridiculous. Right, and and that's that's my main thing with it. You know, we don't know. We're going to assume he did what they say he did. Um, and we have to because we'll never know any different now because there'll be no trial. Um, the investigation will be swept under the rug. Uh, and they did it very similar to the way they handled Waco. Um, they got the cameras back out of view. They shut down the airspace so that the plane, the helicopters couldn't fly in. And get good video. They asked the news agencies to stop going live and asked the reporters to stop tweeting. Like, this guy is really doing that. They didn't do that to make it so he couldn't see what they were doing. They did that so that we wouldn't see what they were doing. Here's what I think is going to happen in in L.A. And the same thing happened in Jacksonville. Um, Their radios are now encrypted. And what they had done, this, this happened while I was living there. Um, so their, their radio traffic is encrypted, so you can't use a standard scanner to, to hear their, the, the police traffic. But they used to give a radio to the, to the media and said, hey, you know, um, you could hear us, you know, we'll give you the radios. And turns out, you know, uh, I think it was September 2011 um, when they said, okay, we're taking the radios back. So now, and, and they said, we will call you. Mm-hmm. The Jacksonville Police Department will call the media when there's something going on. Oh, that's nice of them. Yeah, so I, I'm pretty sure that's exactly what's going to happen in L.A. because they got they got bit in the ass because a the media had recorded you know burn that fucker down. Right, right. So well, know what they got to do that instead of instead of fixing the procedure, they're just going to make it so nobody could hear it. And don't forget, uh, I I believe it was Waco. If I'm not confusing Waco and Ruby Ridge, but I'm pretty sure it was Waco where they have the FLIR video of and I think we talked about this a week or two ago. Uh, the video of the people coming out and they're just mowing them down as they're coming out the door. The troops behind the the APC carrier there. Oh. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Waco, if I'm not mistaken. I, I hate to yeah, you, get confused. You know where that do, you know where this doesn't happen? Why? Honduras. It doesn't <laughs> happen in Honduras. <laughs> well, that didn't take. We're going to start keeping time not time marks yeah, right. so when Honduras comes up. Also, I, all right. So here here's the drinking game. When Sean messes up a word, you drink. Or when I mention Honduras. <laughs> We'd like everybody to get to the 10 o'clock hour of our show, you know. Yeah. Well, you guys aren't. <laughs> Very funny. Don't be jealous. I could see two beers from where I sit. Well, you sit in a good spot then. Well, no, oh, you don't because you can't drink. 100 it. miles away, man. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a pleasure having you last week. We really appreciated it. Anytime uh, we can get you down here to, to do that, it makes for a very enjoyable show. Oh, it was off the rails radio last week, man. We couldn't keep we couldn't keep anything straight. <laughs> thankfully, Martin kept calling back and straightening us out. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, I've got some audio here of these explosions, of the sonic booms coming in. Did you hear any of this? Are you interested in hearing it? Do you think uh, we should share it with the listeners? 
I think, it, well, first of all, Shifty played it. And second of all, it's been around. I mean, who cares? There's sonic booms. You know. Why play? Okay, there's a sonic boom. Do you want to hear it? Go to YouTube. I guess we've, uh, I, I guess we've been having... <laughs> uh, better yet, go to RazRadioLive.com and you can just pull up the article there with all the videos in one spot. You know, we do, we do have that, Dave. Don't forget the website, the thing, you know, I post stuff on. Yeah, that slow-ass website. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're working on that. There's a, yeah, I've got a, I've got an article up there and it's got, uh, like six videos in it of, if you want to see the, the different videos of the, uh, of the massive asteroid meteor or whatever it was coming in. That, that's the funny thing about that. You know, I haven't really looked too much into it because it's a natural thing. We know this DA 1246529-4 satellite thing or the asteroid thing just, just went by us yesterday. <laughs> And Dave's like, does that count as messing up a word? I told Dave's totally like mesmerized by what I just said. You should see his face. Well, actually, I'm in the chat box, so I'm oh, not okay. listening to you. <laughs> well, you you have to see. Let, let me explain how this works. We're doing radio oh. here, right? And oh. you're the co-host of the show. It's what you yeah, mean you have to listen. Aren't I supposed to be in the chat box? Well, yeah, but you got to listen to me still. <laughs> I'm, I'm listening to you, sort of. You're talking about the. Uh... The anomaly yesterday, yeah, the, uh, which which I kind of enjoyed because, anomaly. like I said, I, I was I was went into prepper mode just in case something weird happened here, right? And I found out I'm fairly prepared, you know. All I had to do is I have a, I have a 12 volt battery, I have a car, old car battery that's that's a good battery uh, in my kitchen, and I just charged it up. I have a an inverter, and I also have one of those things that you um they the cigarette lighter thing. They could plug into, so I could plug in. I could charge my phone. I could play a radio. I could. I could. I would have had power. And I've got. You probably, look so proud. I, I am. Well, because what else do I got going on in my life? And I have. <laughs> I have seven days of water. I got like seventy gallons of water in my house, and I have a week's worth of food. I could be fine. I would just smell because there's no AC here. I would just smell. He says. Well, just think. You only have ten, nine toes that'll stink. You'll have that extra toe not there to. That's smell your funny. Lack of lack of toe, <laughs> lack not of toe. extra toe. So There's anyway, if you, missing, if you so want to check that extra. out, if you want to check that out, go ahead over to the site. Uh, I've got a lot of articles up there. We're going to talk about. Um, I know Lexi wanted to touch on the Merck study that's pushing uh, antidepressants. Um, that, that says antidepressants work better with vaccines. Is that what it was, honey? Yes. Okay, yes. Thanks for the help. Wow, you're both really, really, <laughs> really. She's over there in the chat box, too. Sorry. Oh, goodness you know, gracious. It's our job. It is our job. You're supposed to talk. We're supposed to, you know. Well, if I'm going to throw a question to you, though, you have to be things. responding. All right, anyway. So, <laughs> oh, you guys are killing me. Uh, Merck study pushes antidepressants use, antidepressant use with vaccines. A new study published in the journal Clinical infectious disease actually claims taking antidepressants will increase vaccine effectiveness. Uh, this is a two-year study where they compared immune response in 40 elderly participants with... <laughs> what are you giggling about? With major depressive disorders to 52 controlled subjects in regards to Merck's... <laughs> See, now this is not easy to do if you guys are going to laugh. Like, really? I was actually laughing at something that Frank had said. Oh, God, what's Frank saying? 
Oh, Frank says radio science is funny as fuck. <laughs> hey, Frank, give us a call, man. Come on. I'm waiting for you. I got your, um, I got, I'm waiting for you. So whenever you're ready, buddy, you're welcome to give us a holla. Um, where was, oh, so, uh, yeah, they, they, they want you to take antidepressants to improve the effectiveness of your vaccine. What do you think, Dave? Is that, you think wait, that works? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Is that really what, what that article is about? Because, again, I wasn't really paying attention. Yes. They're, 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 they're trying, wait a minute. Yes, <laughs> wait, they're coupling antidepressants that, with vaccinations. Yes. Tweet that out. I got to read that. All because right, that is fucking, they want you to take antidepressants to uh, increase the uh, efficacy of. Efficacy. <sighs> Especially efficiency, efficiency, is efficacy, efficacy. Yes. What did I say? Efficacy, right? Efficacy. Efficacy. Right. That, efficacy is, that is the correct is not a word. Everybody take a drink. Yeah. <laughs> Dave. Dave. I shouldn't have to tell wow. you that. That is that is fucking mind blowing. Yeah, I just that tweeted it out. No, all right, go back. Who 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 say who's saying this? Merck. And Merck. 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 Uh, uh, of course. Merck. And then Pfizer will come up next, and blah blah blah. Yeah. Well, uh, the study uh, the study was done by. See now. This goes to why you have to listen when I'm talking so you can interact with me with the stories I'm reading because you'll probably want to. Uh, I'll start over here. A new study published in the journal Clinical Infectious Disease actually claims taking antidepressants will increase vaccine effectiveness. It was a two-year study done on 40 elderly participants with majority with major depressive disorders. Now, this was used in conjunction with the vaccination for shingles. So they're actually doing this with the elderly. But the rate of harm towards the elderly's person for getting this vaccination coupled with antidepressant medication, which, by the way, only protects them from shingles by about maybe 30% reduction. A lot of them still get it. And now their immune system is so suppressed that they can't fight it off. So are they really winning in that situation? No. And they're taking antidepressants and destroying half their organs in the process. Here's a scary paragraph. Think about this paragraph. As it stands, American consumer consumes more psychotropic drugs than any other country in the world. A fact surely not missed by, by pharmaceutical companies. Of course not. In That's fact, antidepressants butter. were recently named the nation's number one prescription for adults ages 18 to 44. So the biggest prescribed thing for people 18 to 44 is antidepressants. And then we wonder what's wrong with our nation, with our country, with our society, why our society is just effed up. (sighs) That is depressing to actually read that. Yeah, you're reading it now, aren't you? You like the picture? I, I skimmed through the whole thing and I'm just like, that's just, that's it's insane. Kinda, it, I started well, doing some research on who you the, know, it's uh, embarrassing. Yeah. It's embarrassing. Yeah. I, I'm sure, I'm sure this is all paid for by the, you know, big pharma. You know, this is all just a way. Ah, this just, just, <laughs> I gotta go, man. I really gotta get the fuck out of this country. <laughs> Drink. That's a reference to Honda. Oh, yeah, that's right. Honduras. Yeah. So, uh, I, I, you know, I talk about pharmaceuticals all the time. I mean, first of all, you know, we don't vaccinate our child. Um, and I talk about pharmaceuticals on a regular basis. There, there, there's no reason, there's no reason at all we should be seeing ads on TV for any drug at all saying you need this drug or do you have these problems? Is this how you feel? 
That's not that's not the place to advertise that. We are only one of two countries that has direct to consumer marketing of medication. Yeah. And that's because that's one of the things that's one of the entities that run our country. One of the three or four entities that are at the top of the the, the cap structure of, of what we deal with. You know, it's all about money, man. It's all about money. They just want to take out as much money as they possibly can from you, you know, through taxes, through buying food, through buying fuel, through medication. They want to make sure that you have zero dollars left and they have it all. And that's that's the truth. That is the fucking truth, because the system is designed for that. There's no other um, reason. There's no other reason, right? There's no other conclusion that you come to when you realize that they just want you. You know, do you know 60% of all the bankruptcies in this country are due to medical bills? 60 fucking percent. That's ridiculous. I mean, it, it, I'm probably half a million dollars in debt because of my whole toe thing. Uh, you know, that I'm, and I'm ditching out on these, these guys. But, you know, fuck them. They tried to kill me. Um, <laughs> so they could, they could suck it. Uh, but even, you know, then I smashed my head. That was probably a $15,000 jaunt to the hospital. But, you know, I ain't paying for it. Yeah, you got to. I'm, I'm, I'm bleeding the system dry from the inside, man. Yeah, you definitely are. That's for sure. You, when you're a bomb phone and you're food stamps and yeah. No, just wait till they get to disability. Yeah, you, well, let's see what disability you play paid into. So I, I, they won't. Well, you paid into all. Ah, fuck it. It's all stupid anyway. Exactly. Uh, just get my money back, man. Ridiculous. Get, get my money back and going to Honduras. <laughs> get my money and going to Honduras. I've been listening a lot recently. Um, with no IO. On that uh, uncensored show, the past couple of days, I've been listening to uh, Free Talk a lot. Free Talk Live, yeah. isn't that the uh-huh. one? You... Uh-huh. And have you been liking it? It's not bad. I like their format. It's uh, a little, a lot of commercials, but they they got good content when they get to the content. Um, well, you, you're listening. I'm I listening have, on the rebroad. I, I have what's called an amp only uh, link, and I can get you a, you know, a three hour show down to a, an hour and fifty six minutes. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'd like to hear that. But anyway, uh, I was listening to them, and they, they pulled up this article, and I really liked it. And it took them three hours to get through it, and more than likely, we won't get through it. Um, because you know how we operate here at the First 52. We uh, starburst and get in arguments and go all different directions. <clears throat> but the title... <laughs> the title of the article is 10 Ways a Libertarian Society Would Be Different. Uh, oh, yeah. Did you hear that show? I read it. Okay, it's a great article. Um, I might even have it up on my tab here. I might have left it for show prep. Uh-oh, look at that. Synchronicity, as, as, as Ledge would say. Uh, and and he, uh, he wanted to make sure we understood that uh, doing one drug is for pussies. You must stack your drugs. Everybody knows this. <laughs> so we got your advice, Scott, and we'll, uh, we'll have to uh, make sure we stack our drugs properly. Uh, I'm, I'm out of drugs that I stack. Remember, what was it, two weeks ago when I did the Numb Tunnel show? That was fun. Uh, yeah, I think that was two weeks ago. That yeah, was, gonna, no, yeah, it was last, three weeks ago. I was in studio drinking with you fuckers. Well, that started on Friday, so yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of fun, Dave. Come on. We, we definitely have fun. My liver curses you. <laughs> All right, go read, read the 10 steps to a stateless society. Oh, who's calling? Let's go Hold on. I got to get over here. Got to answer that up. I see, uh, I see our buddy. Hey, Frank, how you doing, buddy? What's up, my brother? How's it going? Not bad. You're looking good. Thank you, my brother. I don't have a ca- <laughs> I don't have a camera hooked up to that computer, so you won't be able to see me, unfortunately. 
Boo. <laughs> a bunch of faces made for radio. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Isn't it so true? So how you been? I'm doing great. Um, had an awesome Valentine's Day with 66 and um, just came back from a big family party. We're doing big things this year. We're super excited. Um, I missed the show in Canada to be able to do it with Wu-Tang. I just want to give a big shout out to Mr. Burns, who showed up and did a show with, I think it was Killer Priest, on uh, Saturday night. Because once again, one of the guys from Wu-Tang screwed up their Canadian passport and mm -hmm. uh, he couldn't get in the country. And, uh, and I know what that's like. So uh, Burns is out there representing. And it uh, looks like this month we might even have a chance to do something with Chris Brown. I think it's in March. So we're just all over the place uh, doing a song with Jordan Page on the new album. Yep, I heard about that one. Absolutely. I have so much stuff going on that I've been shutting down <laughs> from the amount of work. But it's all good. Half the songs are written, like my parts. And then you just got to throw them down, demo them, listen to them, and then start throwing down all the other cool parts. It is the easiest part now. It's like the most fun besides performing. And there's so much happening that it's like, wow, I'm just going to smoke a joint and watch tv <laughs> <laughs> and I, I will, i'll be sitting down next to 66 and i'm watching um what's lover to list it or uh or chopped and i'm like this is not rock star of me but i'm so enthralled with these shows of cooking and buying homes and, and she's like is the album done and i'm like what <laughs> oh shit <laughs> the album oh, that thing that's right i forgot about that yeah you yes. know what i gotta be honest i've uh the past I don't know. What'd you say, honey? Two, maybe three weeks. I've kind of slowed my brain down a little bit. I I have done some mush because I, I just kind of needed to. I think we all you go have through that. To. Yeah, we all go through that phase Sometimes. where you have to have yeah. that mush. And, uh, yeah. No, you gotta you got you have to rewind sometimes and just calm down for a minute. You yeah. Know? So Otherwise, I, you'll start missing things. You'll you'll just you can't function like that all the time. Yeah. So I've been in mush mode for at least a week and a half. So. It's a good thing, though. I, I look forward to being able to do that. It sounds like you're going through the same thing. That's why I said that. Yeah, it's like, I, you know what it is, man? I've learned to, like, um, slow down my mind. And, like, that's why I smoke. Like, I smoke, and it slows the movie frames down. Because the movie frames aren't showing the movie. They're showing a clip of this movie, a clip of this movie, click, and it's too much. It's like, wow, all these great things. Holy shit, I'm finally getting it. Oh, I'm so overwhelmed. <laughs> You've got to just kind of take it and go, okay, first cool song. What am I feeling? Smoke a joint, sit back and go, which one am I feeling right this second? And then bang, just go into that one thing. And then when you're done and you're like, ah, oh, fuck this song, I'll just go to the next one. And then in three days, everything will be done. Like, that's kind of like what an artist that talks shit that's like, yeah, I'm a great rapper. I'm a great this, but they never get anything done. You know, they never get out there. The, the, the hype is themselves. They just do it the wrong way. If they just supplied it the other direction. And then I see other guys. I've seen everyone shut down. I had a crew of nine guys. It's down to me and Mr. Burns. Yeah, I remember when that, yeah. We were talking about you know, that before. Yeah, yep. a giant crew. Yeah. It was like it was like the white Wu Tang at one point. Now what's, and they, they couldn't take it. When's the next uh next single? Because we have Come Alive come out. Uh, when's the next single? When were you gonna hear the next song from you? Now, all right, I'm going to tell you guys something that I just decided to do because people are trying to book me for that's like my solo music. Right. Um, when I did Come Alive. So I have another song that goes with it. And uh, it's kind of short. It's very Nine Inch Nails ish. Is that it's the kinda, New York song? No, nah, it's like a Nine Inch Nails thing. Oh, no, that's, that's, see, that's another <laughs> one. But that's a little slow. I'm afraid to do like a slow, like a slower jam with all these harder songs coming out. But. 
last night I decided that I'm going to have to, one guy tried to book me. He's like, listen, you come in, open up, you know, do a couple of your songs. This shit is great. And I'm like, I only have the one song. And he, I'm like, I'm a rapper. And he's like, what are you talking about? So then that started a whole different controversy. So I got one more song I'm going to definitely drop really quick. It'll be out before 420. And then right. I'm going to cover, last night I made my decision with 66. We're going to do Rebel Yell from uh, Billy Idol. And I'm just going to oh. come out with like a three-song blast off. That should be interesting. Yeah, and just open for people right now. You know, do early sets and uh, and really see if I could kick it up a notch. Excellent. You know. Well, it sounds good. You still got, you, you guys are working through your uh, your company up in Canada, right? Yeah, it's doing really great too, man. Yeah, you got people just coming out of. Like I asked Mister Burns, he does all the physical work up there, and I'm like, listen, he's in the studio. It's gorgeous. It looks like a Def Jam recording studio in there, nice. and it was under twenty grand, and just sharing equipment. I bought a nice thirty two inch for the room for the people to hang out and play video games and shit. People donated, uh, you know, couches. And literally, it's because it's the size of a giant one-bedroom apartment. And you, there's one room just dedicated to being in there to be able to sing or play an instrument. And um, and then you can do live practices in there. It's really, like, sharp. And they don't have anything like that over there. I mean, in Toronto, they do. But out in Lindsay, Ontario, there's nothing like that around there. Nice. So they're getting walk-ins, like, constantly. It's crazy. They're like... um. Walk-ins? You guys are getting, they're just getting walk-ins up there? Wow. Yeah, well, we'll put you in the studio. You know, right. I want to do a demo, three songs. Right. All right, well, it's going to be 300 bucks, but we'll supply X, Y, and Z. Do you have beats? Do you need beats? Because we'll charge you X, Y, and Z, and we'll get you the beats, or we'll make you the beat. Mm-hmm. We work with um, this guy, Ace. He's, um, oh, what DJ company is that? Uh, the Virtual DJ. He's the guy that the company Virtual DJ will send to Vegas to do like 3,000 people and teach them how to use the program. And then when the program's developed, he'll check it and make sure, like, find the mistakes and fix them. I was up there with him last time, and he just did, like, the album cover for us. And he started flipping music on, and I had, I was having hot flashes. I'm like, oh, my God. Because I was drinking, and Canadian beer is really strong. And there's a bunch of dudes there, and everyone was, they always screw with me up there being the New Yorker. So I'm up there and this kid's flipping beats in front of me, making them live. He's taking samples of people talking in the room, putting them on beats that he's making right there, spinning them through virtual DJ and making songs out of it in seconds. And I'm like, dude, you're fucking awesome. So he's like, yeah, like, what's up with you? And I just started drunk freestyling for an hour. Oh, right. They were like, oh, my God. They're like, Burns, this is why you keep this kid around. This kid don't (laughs) shut the fuck up and he's good. And I was like, oh, you should see me when I'm drinking tequila. They're like, all right, yeah, three beers, sit down. <laughs> That's enough for you, right? Yeah, yeah. I drank. I drank at one of the shows once, and the guy's like, uh, let me get 30 shots of Jägermeister. I said, yo, there's three of us. What the fuck's wrong with you? He goes, no, you. I heard, he goes, I heard you're a puss. Here's your one shot. The rest is for me. Oh, shit. And I go, get out of here. And he was my security. They had to give me security one year when I was doing tours up there. There's too much bullshit going on. And um, he just drank them all. I was like, are you all right? And he's like, dude, I am fine. He's Ugh. like, you're the punk ass. <laughs> 30 years. Like, yeah. I didn't, I've never seen that before, man. They know how to drink up there. Yeah. Well, they, you know, they're, they're uh, Canadian. They got that. Yeah, what was a uh, strange brew? One of my favorite movies. You remember the movie strange brew? I've oh, seen my that. God, that's going way back. man. Yeah. I used to love that with the mouse in <laughs> the beer bottle. <laughs> the hockey 
<laughs> they try to get the beer back, and they're like, "But dude, there's a beer mouse in my beer." <laughs> I can't do it. Can I? Beer, yeah, eh? I can't do the accent, eh? Yo, I tell you something funny about them though. Uh, we were up in Ontario, and I did a show from this like beach club, and it was freezing out, but it looked like the beach, and it was kind of half outdoors, indoors. And we were working with Bud Light Lime uh, for the bikini contest. So me and Mr. Burns had to do four hours of like hype man in between sets, you know, doing songs and then premiering like these girls for this contest. And it went on all night. As soon as we started talking, these guys were all getting drunk. There was 300 people there and there was these long tables and they were like, shut the fuck up. Just screaming at us and throwing shit at us. This went on for two <laughs> hours. So then the girl, I brought the girls up on stage, the first girl, and then I, they gave me a bikini. They were just people. I was drunk. They were throwing stuff at me. And I jumped this table of guys were going to kick the shit out of us. That would be 12 dudes. They were like, fuck you, you fucking American. So I, I jumped on there, and it was later in the show. And I said, hey, man, you put this on. I'll make her take that off. So they were like, oh, you'll make it take it off. I says, I'll do anything for you guys. Come on, you're fucking hassling me. You're going to probably kick my ass later. <laughs> and uh, the guy at the table, some dude brought his fucking dad, and he fucking put the bikini on. On his dad. The, the dad got up and was like, you get her to take that off. I'll put this on. So I went right up to the girl. I was like, yo, you take that off right when you start shaking it. And right when she went nuts, she jumped on the table and just, wah, to flashed it all out. And they went fucking berserk. And let me tell you, I had 300 friends at the end of that night. <laughs> they were hugging me and ki- dudes were kissing me. I was like, yo, get off me. Because in the beginning, I was they were booing me at one point. And I went, you know what? Hockey fucking sucks. And they went, oh, you're oh, dead. Oh, dude, you're done. Yeah, you can't you're do that dead. in Canada. <laughs> what are you, crazy? <laughs> yeah, man. I was in the back of a, of, a, of a, a place. We were smoking a joint. And I was with uh, Chris Monaco. He's a famous pop singer from up there. And uh, he's like, you know how you always know we're in Canada? And I'm like, how? He goes, there's always a garbage pail filled with hockey sticks behind the fucking gas station. And I look and there was a giant thing filled with hockey sticks. <laughs> and I was like, are you serious? He goes, bro, everybody's down to play right now. Let's go. And they hey. just all run out and start playing. They don't care. Yeah, I know That's kids. Crazy. Lance Gray, another another big rapper from up there, from the LC crew. They These guys right in the middle, they'll be practicing. Then they'll run outside and start fucking shooting on each other. That's crazy. And, yeah, man. It's pretty interesting. I, I guess it's kind of like us with like pick up basketball or football or something, you know, like Americans will just all of a sudden go play a football game on a Sunday I or something. I miss playing a pickup game of basketball with a bunch of dudes. It's, oh. That's so much fun. I was short and white, so I never got into basketball, but I was good with football. I love playing football when I was a kid. Yeah, I, I played football into college. We were division two. So let's, I got a guest at 10 o'clock, but I want to get your opinion on the Dorner. I, I, I think you're Listen, I, the dude, same he's thing. He's done, man. He'd seen something. Or said he was going public. Something happened. They probably went at him and he just was like, yo, I'll fuck you up. Now, do you think. And went for his. Do you think he. uh, They could have set his ass up. Well, that's that's my question. That's my question. Do you think he actually did the first initial two shootings? I don't don't think he did those. He might have did. Yeah. Like, look, he might have did them. And then the shit went crazy. He could have ramboed out. But what happens if he ramboed out and didn't do the killing? Just like Rambo. And then in the end, they just were like, yo, fuck this guy, get him. Mm. Maybe he did do the killing. So I'm, I'm, look, if the cops are shutting shit down and all sticking together, they, something went down big, big. The, the thing is, though, is if it's questionable, even if it's not questionable, shouldn't there well, be listen, due po- process in place? I mean, this is really extreme bullshit that we all watch go oh. down. And why, why are there not more people outraged about it? There should there should have been. Listen, no, check it out. It's like if someone takes you and gets rid of you, and me and Sean, Sean's like, yo, we got to do this, and we're the law. 
well, I'm going to go, okay, I'm with you. And then Forto is going to come along and go, yeah, I'm in. And then it's going to just chain, you know what I'm saying? Like that, they're going to close it off that way. I get it. You should, everybody needs to be charged and what's going on. That's not fair. But that's really how it is. It's a gang. It's a gang mentality. You killed a cop. Listen, what if he didn't do it or did do it, right? And then, but it, it was a setup of some kind. And the murders happened because of some crazy reason. Like it just, you know, right. it had to go down. But it was a complete setup. So the cops go after you like crazy, but it's somebody else that wanted you. Right. 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 That, like that, you threatened the X, Y, and Z character crew. So like yeah, they, he, they, they'd make the cops get you. Go, We're going to get you. Go we'll ahead, fucking Dave. set you up. Let's, let's hear Dave. Go ahead, Dave. Well, even if it is what, it, you know, let's say Dorner did commit the, the the initial murders of the daughter of the guy that he targeted, um, which I could totally believe. I could totally believe that he was so pissed off that he's like, for me to clear my name, I have to do this. And and I th- I think I think what was going on in his mind is that there's so much fucking corruption in the LAPD and there's so much latent uh, racial uh, issues that he's like, I have to do this. You know, and it's like the guy that, that I forget the guy's name uh, who flew the, the airplane into the IRS building in Texas a couple years back. Uh, Stark, you know, they think they Stork. have to do something to, to make to, to make a name. And really, Stack. Now Greg the story Stack. is 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 off the LAPD again and back on to you know Dorner and what he did and what he was doing up until that point and the two people he tied up and blah blah. They did now they're totally glossing over and nobody's investigating what the fuck the guy talked about in the beginning. Right, uh, and that was Greg Stack you're talking about the IRS building. Right, right, Stack. I almost said Pony Stark. <laughs> <laughs> Iron Man did it. Right. Yeah, and it's sad because you know what? We see, like you said, Rambo. We can go back to movies from from, from the past where we see, uh, you know, let, let's say maybe the first initial shooting, the first two people that got shot, maybe they were only supposed to be um, um, superficial wounds and, and the, the, they made mistakes and they, 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 they didn't control the bleeding or they made a mistake with the initial and it was just supposed to be a an attempted murder to just shut Maybe him up. Maybe it just went fucking Tarantino. Yeah, it could have been it a Mexican standoff and everyone gets it. And then now it's all shit. It's on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes things just get out of fucking control. Yeah. I, I I've been you. in street fights that get out of control to the point where you're like, wow. I tell the stories to some people and they're like, that's a fucking cartoon that's <laughs> ultra violent. And I'm like, I know I was there. Try being on magic mushrooms when that shit happens with the hippies. And then the Guidos show up and start swinging baseball bats. And then someone pulls a gun and there's 40 people on 40 people. And you're like, well, how did this happen? I was just talking to fucking Jesus. Like gangs in New York. That was, <laughs> I was just talking to Jesus. <laughs> you know? I, yeah. I'm sitting with Hank, the bum in the park that's playing the guitar, singing with them. Well, and fucking all of a sudden, Hanks has to use the guitar on someone or he's getting stabbed. If, if you remember, going back to the movie Gangs of New York, you know, you God forbid you roll, rolled into the into the ghetto area, the black area, you know, and you were white Italian guys, you know, or, or vice versa. You That's know? really old school, that, man. But I would say, like, in my neighborhood, it was just your park or your school or your area right. of, of the Bronx versus the other area. I never really had the racist thing, man. Where I am in the Bronx, it was uh, super Italian and everything, and yeah, we had that. But it was on that was on the huge downswing. We were just into protecting our area and keeping it cool. Right. right. So I'm from. I get the gangs in New York thing, man. We but, used to roll up on uh, City Island and and beat the shit out of forty kids at a time. <laughs> <laughs> People I, I, laugh at me, and I'm like, I will fucking choke you out. And they they're like, What are you talking about? No, my favorite story. My favorite story you told us once here was uh, 
when you came home and the, you the, you threw the dude off your balcony. That was my favorite. So you told that. Yeah, dude, he beat the shit out of me, really. He was huge. I remember getting punched and going, I cannot take another one of those. And then I got hit with like two more. And then I went Hulk. Like, oh, and I just rushed him. And we went out on the balcony and foop, he went off. All right, Frank, listen, I'm going to go, I'm gonna have to jump here. I got my, uh, my next guest coming up. I love when you stop by. You know you're always welcome to join us. Uh, p- pimp your stuff real fast before we let you go. All right. Don't forget to check out Unleashed Volume 1, iTunes and Amazon. You could get uh, – it's H-E-I-S-T, C-L-I-C-K is the name of the group. We're everywhere right now. Check out the Invincible album, the Unleashed album. Check out Mr. Burns uh, Music at Music Before Money Records. And uh, you uh, you could see all his independent stuff. And Tony Tree's Killing It, it just dropped. You could find that at Killing It, uh, Tony Tree's, Heist Click, under any of those names in iTunes and Amazon. So download some of the craziest music you ever heard. And I love this fucking show. It's great. So Thanks, Frank, man. We love you too, brother. You have a good one. Uh, hey, uh, before you go, I'm going to say um, I'll see you up at uh, Anarchy in NYC on April 20th. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll try to look for you and say what's up so I can meet you personally. You should be hanging out with me. What's wrong with you? Yeah, the, he's going to be up try. there with yeah, Cynthia. Yeah. How, how are you not going to find me? I'm the guy with the, the cool beard. <laughs> I know, I know. You, well, you know, come you on. Will know everybody's got a fucking cool beard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, awesome, man. We're going to definitely chill and uh, do a lot of promotion and have a lot of fun with everybody here in New York City. Excellent. Let me know when it's coming up. We'll get you on here to talk about some more. All right, brother? Hells yeah. All right, peace out. Talk to you soon. Peace out. All right, there goes our buddy Frank Castle of Heist Click. Uh, Again, make sure you check him out. He rattled out all the places. You can just pretty much search for him. It sounds like on uh, on uh, uh, iTunes and everything. Just heist click, heist click, heist click. Uh, you're listening to the first 52. After the break, we'll have Michael Shaner with us from TheExaminer.com. At least I'm pretty sure that's where he's from. If I'm not mistaken, Michael, you can correct me if I'm wrong. And uh, after that, you can join us in the chat, RazRadioLive.com forward slash chat. And after that, we'll do some calls in the third hour. Talk to you guys soon. Enjoy the break. Make sure you get your pee on. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Frank Castle from Heist Click, and you're listening to me on the first 52.
touch, night, night, uh, I'm the voice of the bright, bright light, light, that shit you see when you're crossing, when the flesh concedes, we lost us, and the angels walk like soldiers, cause it came to crush you over, game over, the crossroads are, good luck, this is where lost souls are, this level is purgatory, saving the devil and heard the story, this is the level for the conversation, with God for your salvation, your damnation, the transformation, what you truly demand, Satan, listen up, hear the voice of God, cause he is when you find what your choices are, if he sends you back, you do decipher, cause y'all make facts, but you decipher, killing God's seed is not the hood, stop the bleeding, hot the blood, when you help young G.C., God is good, then Chemtrail geoengineering programs changing our weather and destroying our environment? Why in the world are they spraying? They want to create a storm in the southeast, then they'll start engineering out over the North Pacific. That's where the trailies will be. Find out why critics are calling Why in the World Are They Spraying? The most important film that is revolutionizing the environmental movement. Go to whyintheworldarethespraying.com for more information. It's just going to get worse until the point where we're not going to be able to grow anything at all unless it's a Monsanto genetically modified abiotic stress resistant seed. Why in the World Are They Spraying? New international version with languages available from around the world. Go to whyintheworldarethespraying.com for more information. It's all about money, and weather is another form of commoditizing, a way the central command group can commoditize another form of our life. Why in the world are they spraying? And if you control the weather, you're going to control the planet. It's that simple. Time we come, see these haters wanna stop it. But we don't give a fuck, you know, we'll always dodge and duck it. Rising up above it, see us at the summit, left them off in the dust when we bust off like a comet. Every time we come, see these haters wanna stop it. But we don't give a fuck, you know, we'll always dodge and duck it. Rising up above it, see us at the summit, left them off in the dust when we bust off like a comet. 
Kiss at the summit, left them off in the dust when we bust off like a cop. Jump up on this mic, these haters take a step back. It's all about the movements, fitting nothing but the facts. I got this bitch brigade on my couch, just getting whacked. Now I got these bitch ass haters steady biting on my back, man. What the fuck is going on? Going jump or coming wrong? Trying to stop the message, cause the message coming too damn strong. Never do I play along, shake them off like all day long. Focus on my mission while they plot the ski from dust till dawn. But I don't give a fuck, I never have, I never will. It's just another chance for me to brush up on my skill. They do it for the hate, man, some do it for the thrill. I do it for the love, cause I gotta keep it real. Every time we come, we'll see these haters wanna stop it. But we don't give a fuck, you know, we'll always dodge and duck it. Rising up above it, see us at the summit, left them off in the dust when we bust off like a cop. Every time we come, we'll see these haters wanna stop it. But we don't give a fuck, you know, we'll always dodge and duck it. Rising up above it, see us at the summit, left them off in the dust when we bust off like a cop. Hey yo, Chris, I can feel you like 120%. Haters and infiltrators are hell bent. I wanna tie them up and make them repent. And then find out by whom they were sent. These days they seem all out. And if you know payday, you know he's balls out. Alex Jones, he can't stand criticism. And I don't trust him as far as I can spin it at him. That's the way it's gotta be. Until we know the details of the Council for National Policy. I can only take a stab at it. But what I do know is their agenda is very elaborate. So who the fuck can we trust? When it comes down to the grizzle, my nizzle, I'm ready to bust. Fuck. Till the clip is empty. These days, I don't even trust Gerald Salente. Every time we come, we'll see these haters want to stop it. But we don't give a fuck, you know, we'll always dodge and duck it. Rising up above it. See us at the summit, left them off in the dust when we bust off like a cop. Every time we come, we'll see these haters want to stop it. But we don't give a fuck, you know, we'll always dodge and duck it. Rising up above it. See us at the summit, left them off in the dust when we bust off like a cop. We in the middle of a war and I got a mission Exposing these hoes is controlled opposition Listen, I ain't hating a dissing I'm just trying to expand your vision For real It's sick men, the conditions we live in They trying to transform the planet to a prison And most of these sheep is halfway asleep Sitting in their living rooms watching their television Yeah, but some of us is different We read the newspapers thinking who the fuck they kidding We hate these politicians and it doesn't really matter If their last name is Bush Obama or Clinton We saw the Twin Towers and we thought demolition The powers that be said Well you gotta get them You can tell them anything to make them feel like victims So long as Jesuits and Zionists are never made Every time we go we'll see these haters wanna stop it But we don't give a fuck you know we'll always dodge and duck it Rising up above it See us at the summit left them off in the dust When we bust off like a cop Every time we go we'll see these haters wanna stop it But we don't give a fuck you know we'll always dodge and duck it Rising up above it See us at the summit left them off in the dust When we bust off like a cop
wanna stop it. But we don't give a fuck, you know, we'll always dodge and duck it. Rising up above it. See us at the summit, left them off in the dust. When we bust up like a comet. Every time we come, we'll see these haters wanna stop it. But we don't give a fuck, you know, we'll always dodge and duck it. Rising up above it. See us at the summit, left them off in the dust. When we bust up like a comet. Here we go, back into the first 52. Saturday night, going to have some fun, we're going to learn some information, we're going to talk to some good people. That's right. Right here on Raz Radio Live, going to get back into the conversation here. Got a, a guest on the line, we'll get to him in a moment. I think you guys will enjoy what he has to say. Hope everybody got their break on. Get your break on. I know Lexi was telling me we might need to do a little extra break. So, Dave, you there, buddy? I am here. I just turned the mic on. Yeah. Uh, what's what's with the extra break? Lexi thinks uh, we might need to do a little extra break every every half hour, every here and then. She says not that- like a long, ridiculous one like that one, but you know, like maybe. <laughs> A little minute and a half song thing. Maybe maybe one a of little Frank's interlude. little short clip songs. A little you know? interlude. Right. So, but I don't want to leave our guest waiting. He's already been, uh, been waiting for us there for a little bit. Michael, I got you there? I'm here, man. How you doing tonight? I'm doing very good. I'd like to welcome you to the first 52. Uh, your first visit with us. Yeah, uh, your first visit with us. We, we appreciate you coming on. Uh, I want to make sure I got everything right about you. Because uh, I've been following you. I got into you with the Ron Paul campaign. Is what led me to uh, to your writings, and uh, I find your writings very, very um, well written. Uh, you, you cover the topics that I, you know, I like to talk about, so so that's good. So we can find you at examiner.com, correct? Correct. I appreciate the compliment. <laughs> no problem. And I, I've really, I've actually posted some of your articles right on my website there because they really intrigue me the way you come across. What I like to do with my guests, uh, especially first time ones, especially ones that. Uh, you know, I, all I know about you is is the Facebook post that we share. So I'd like to have right. you introduce yourself, um, however you feel you'd like to, uh, to the guest. Maybe how you got here, what your what your direction is, why you do what you do, things like that. Well, you know, I can go on all night with that. Um, <laughs> well, like you said, I'm Mike Shaner. I write for Examiner.com. I'm the Birmingham Libertarian Examiner here, Examiner here in Birmingham, Alabama. Um, I took the long way around, actually, to get into it. Um, I started, I guess, naturally, as a libertarian somewhere in my life. I guess it was just naturally inside of me. But I was a, a Clinton Democrat, and I was a Bush Republican long before I became a, a Ron Paul libertarian. <laughs> um, and just through reading, through education, through stuff like that, you know, I, I came to find out that I didn't have to pick one side or the other, that there were actually people out there who thought the same as I did. And and I, it made me wonder how many more people out there um, were looking for a voice or looking for a way that just don't know because all they see on TV is uh, it's Bill O'Reilly and Chris Matthews, and so they think they have to pick one side or the other. And so I think it's 
our duty to do things like you're doing and to do things like I'm doing to spread the message and, and let people know. So that's kind of how I got into it. All right. Yeah, that's pretty much how I got into it, too. I mean, I I was uh, I was a strong, very strong. I always mess that word up. I was a very strong uh, a Bush supporter, um, military person, uh, believed the whole neocon thought pattern. Uh, and then right. I, you know, then I came around to, to different thought patterns and I couldn't believe I actually believed that way. I was that way. I, I, why, why would I think that way? You know, now I, I fall, um, in a very strong libertarian way. Uh, and I, I, I always do this and guys, you gotta have to remind me from now on. I have two other people that, that co-host a show with me. My wife, Lexi. How you doing, Mike? Hi, Lexi. I'm good. How are you? Good. And, good. And then of course my, my, my buddy Forto Jones, Dave Cunningham. Hey, how's it going, man? I uh, was just—I don't know who you are—and I was reading up on you before. I was looking through your Twitter thing, and you—I saw the word anarchist. I was like, I'm gonna like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm a full-on anarchist yet, but I'm as close as I can be without going all the way. So it's—it's it's just a matter of time. Man. It's just a matter of time. <laughs> you know, philosophically, I'm already there. Philosophically, right. I'm already there. It's just putting the pieces together to make it work for me. Dave is our—he's uh, our um, volunteerist on the show. He—he—he uh, he, he tries to live. Um, with those values and with that thought pattern, and he wants to move to Honduras soon. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I would go today if I had the money. <laughs> yeah, I go with you. This country's so fucked that there's no way that we're we're gonna uh, get out of it. And uh, I'd rather go live in a country where they, you know, the law enforcement has to buy their own bullets. Nobody's getting accidentally shot down there. Right. I, I agree with you. My only problem with that is, um, it is not a problem with it. And I don't mean to be a contrarian. The only thing I say to that is, what happens when it comes there? You know, uh, what happens if it follows you there? So part of me wants, I, like, I think about it every morning. I think about getting up and, uh, floating away. But then I think, well, I'm here. I might as well fight here as long as I'm here. So the fight's going to follow you eventually is, is the, and I get that point. And you hear that from a lot of different people, you know. Why, why leave? And I, you know, Dave's been trying to convince me forever to go to Honduras with him, and he's got me borderline convinced. <laughs> to be honest, I mean, I, I really right. am borderline. But you know, like you said, why? This is our place. This is this is our country. This is our home. This is where I was born. Why should I have to leave here? Right. This is not our country. This is the backers country, and this is the the country controlled by the politicians. It's not our country. It's See, in, in, in most of, of uh, Latin America. <laughs> The 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 people there hate the government. They don't listen to them anyway. And the, the government is just you know they they pay them off a little bit. Fifty percent of the economies down south are off the books economies. Um, some of them don't even have standing armies. So yeah, if if if, some, if shit were to happen to go to Honduras, guess what? I'm just as well armed as they are. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's the point. Um. So so Michael, or do you like going by Mike or Michael? It's Mike. Mike. All right. Sorry. Um. That's not. What let's talk about um what's top on your list right now? What are you really focused on? What are you really thinking about? I switch from hour to hour. There's so <laughs> there's so many. Um, it, I was thinking about this tonight. I got pulled over tonight um, on the way to come do this, and as I was sitting there, I got pulled over for going faster than a sign said I should, and the cop and I didn't see eye to eye on it. And I was sitting there thinking about um how ridiculous it was. So and. And then I was thinking about, well, whatever we were going to talk about tonight. And I was going back and forth. And it, it's just, there's so many things you don't know where to start. What's tops on my list right now is during nullification. But before that, um, before you can even get to that point, it's educating people. So I, 
where do you start? I guess to answer your question, though, it's like the biggest thing I know. What I think that I can make the most impact is educating people about jury education. Oh, I think that's a great a great thing that people need a, a good education on. Um, you said you're in Alabama, correct? Correct. All right. Uh, I, I, have you heard of the the lawsuit that went on down here in Tampa, Florida, recently? I don't know. Okay, we had two radio. We had two radio hosts, uh, both uh-huh. morning jocks, and one sued the other one because he got his feelings hurt. <laughs> and, it's America. Yeah, gotta love it. But the reason I bring it up is because in that in that um, what was it a week and a half trial? Um, they had the thirteenth district. Uh, what, Dave? What is he? The prosecutor? Who? What? Um. Uh, shit. The prosecutor or the, the prosecuting attorney? The, the guy that said um, innocent, the the, the, um, shit, dude, the guy with the hog trial. Oh, uh, Campbell. No, 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 the hog trial, the hog trial. He said uh, not being uh, guilty Oberman. doesn't make you Oberman, innocent. yeah. This is the the uh, prosecuting attorney. for. Uh, he's, the, he's the district attorney. District attorney, yeah, for the 13th district of St. Pete. And... Uh-huh. The question was, is a few years ago, they took the same DJ into court saying that he um, had animal cruelty and he tortured this hog on air and um, killed it. And it turns out the, the, the jury found him not guilty. So they mentioned this. They, they asked this uh, this guy in court this past past trial about this case. And he said, well, you know, he was ruled not guilty by the uh by the jury, what's your opinion? And he said, well, we can get real fo- fo- uh, fo- uh, um, philosophical. philosophical, thank you. We can get real phil- philosophical on this. Yes, go ahead, drink, Dave, it's time. Um, <laughs> but, you know, the, the jury found him not guilty, but that doesn't mean he's innocent. Huh. That, and that was his exact quote. The jury found him not guilty, but that doesn't mean he was innocent. Well, that if, was if, the if, to, that to, was to the shed DA's a little quote. bit more light on that case, on the hog case, for what they did was was a, a, a trapper had come, come down, a certified trapper. He had dispatched the hog the way the state says you could dispatch the hog. He did nothing wrong. He, the, 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 the DJ broke no law, but yet they took him to jail. Wow. That was a and, crazy. And then the second thing, he broke no law again, but they, they went to trial on it. And uh, 48 counts. No, not no, not guilty on forty-eight accounts. And this fucking little, little DJ wants to take him to court again. Yeah, he's trying to take him back to court again for hurt, what they've what they've uh, made the the term hurt filioma. <laughs> <laughs> they got the new prescription coming out for hurt hurt filioma, and we got to credit that to Bubba the Love Sponge and, and Manson. So make sure I put that out there. They're the ones that said that. We're already number one on the charts for antidepressants, so we can just up that. Yeah, we were talking about challenging. Anti- like we were talking about antidepressants before. What is your what's your thought on um on pharmaceuticals and the military industrial or the uh, medical industrial complex? Let's call them. It'd be the same. I mean, it, it's it'd be the same insurance. I, um, you know, Ron Paul says it better than I can. But you look at um, all of the deaths caused by pharmaceutical caused by legal drugs, and compare it to to what happens with illegal drugs, and it, it tells the tale in itself. You know, I mean, it, pharmaceuticals kill so many millions more people than than the drugs that we're not allowed to take that. That tells the tale. I mean, if it were anything about safety, anything, it's all about profit. It's all corporatism. So, you know. So, so you're you're pretty much against them for the most part. 
I mean, again, you know, people go, oh, how can you be totally? I know there's things out there that are probably good, you know, and we see this with every single thing we talk about um, is is they always have a good, but there's always ne- so many negative that they wrap around the good little bit. Right. And and that's how they get us. Uh, you know, me and Dave argue all the time about chemtrails. I don't know what your stance is on on, you know, the big white lines that are in our skies nowadays, but there's something to question there, in my opinion. There is. I'll be honest. I, and I want to clarify um, my remarks on pharmaceuticals. Yeah, I'm against it, but I'm I'm against it in the present state. I'm against the regulated version. I, I'm for a free market. I think people are. I think grownups can decide what's good and what's bad. I, if pharmaceuticals are bad and and you want it, I don't have any problem with you getting it. I just have a problem with how it's divided up. I have a problem with the corporatism, the regulation that prevents me from selling marijuana to a cancer patient if they want that versus. You know, um, the only thing you can get is the other antidepressant or whatever. So it, those things bother me. I'm not anti-pill. I don't care what you do. That's none of my business. I just, I don't like the way, I don't like it in its current format. As far as chemtrails and, uh, there is a lot to question. I don't get into it. I try to, and the reason is it's not that, um, that I don't think there's any validity in it. My, my whole thing is educating people. It's trying to, that's trying to win one mind at a time. I was thinking about this tonight also. If I can, if I, because you get in these debates, like on Facebook or wherever you're at in, in these public forums, and you get in these debates, and they, they can become so frustrating. But the idea isn't to convince the person that you're arguing with that you're right, it's to convince one person that's reading it that you're right, and then they can spread the message. So the reason I stay away from all the big conspiracies um, is, has nothing to do with the validity of them. I just want, I, th- I think there's enough out there that can be proven that, that we know that if we stick with that, uh, or me, I'm not telling anybody else what to do, but if I stick with that, that's the best way I'm going to win hearts and minds. So I, I just kind of traveled down that road myself. Well, and that's perfect. I mean, I, I'm not, and I didn't mean, I'm not trying to, you know, pigeonhole you into answering that question. I just, it's, it's a debate him and I have, and you, you know, you have, he does it to every every guest. He asks the same, the guest all the questions because they think that you know if everybody else believes it, then I should believe it too. And he's sadly mistaken. Dude, you can ask me anything you want to. I'll answer the best I can. Well, you'll answer truth. You'll answer truthful. And you know, right? Just like with with uh, with Doctor Ron Paul, you know, I'm I'm what people would call a nine eleven truther. I I believe there's questions that need to be asked there, and he pretty much answered the same way with the chemtrail that you you answered as in you know what. It's not something that I want to put on the top of my plate right now, which I was fine with. Um, and that's a, that's a libertarian stance. I mean, you know, does that make sense, what I'm saying there about that? No, absolutely. Absolutely. And like I said, I don't um, – I have enough wrapping my head around um, the drug wars. I have enough trying to figure out what's going on with just the stuff that's that's advertised that um, if I go into it real deep, I'll drive myself crazy. <laughs> so so I, I stay free pretty much in between the lines there but no it's a perfectly valid question i don't i don't know enough to answer it um it's the only thing that's all i'm saying but well, yeah no what you're saying makes perfect sense let's wrap you back to your lines and let, let's la- wrap you back to where where your strong points are because that's what you're here for is to to bring us up to speed with with where you focus and what you do so we know a drink a beer <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> have a beer enjoy it while you're with right. us because we're definitely having some on this end um there you go uh, I, let me. I got the examiner here pulled up in front of me. What uh, what section are you know? What, explain this layout to me. Explain to me. Uh, is this your site? Is this a site you work with? No, examiner.com is a national publication. Mine is uh, is based out of Birmingham, Liberty. Now, 
I'm going to change before I get into that. If you'll pull up uh, oakparkrepublic.blogspot.com now, there, you'll get a lot more of me out of that. That's my own personal blog. And um, mm-hmm. you'll get a lot more of me, a lot more unleashed than you, than you can find out. But on examiner.com, it's, uh, you'll go to the search engine there and just type in Mike Shaner and it'll pull me up. Um, it's a national site. It's, um, you know, there's an examiner in every city for every category. I'm the Birmingham Libertarian Examiner. Before that, I did um, music in, in Hollywood. So You did music in Hollywood before you got into, into libertarian writing and, and uh, fighting uh, evil I wrote, government? I, I wrote about music in Hollywood. I wrote about, I was a city buzz examiner or something when I lived out there. I, I think I found one here because I want to tweet it out for you. It's uh, libertystuff at bla- uh, blogspot.com. That's one of them. That one I haven't used in a long time. The the big one is Oak Park Republic. All right, I'm trying. I'm trying to find it because I want to tweet it out to my guy, to my listeners. Yeah, um, you, you should sure. uh, on your Twitter page. You should change the link because it says oakparkrepublic.com, I think, which is a uh, it does. Not yeah, I did, I did need to change that. I appreciate it. I I'll let that expire and just went back to the blog spot. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are giving you advice. So anyway, I'm, just, I'm not giving right. advice. I'm just telling him, you know, what's up, so people could reach out to him. Dave's my tech guy. He yells at me for my website all the time. All the time, he's yelling at me about my website. Um, but he's it, absolutely right. I appreciate it because I didn't even notice that I had that on there. <laughs> See that? There we go. We got to something. Um, yeah. So what, I'm actually on it right now. It's oakparkrepublic.blogspot.com. Oakparkrepublic.blogspot. Okay, I got you. If you can't find it that way, you can Google "God hates Muslims." <laughs> and um <laughs> you'll wow. find me. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's um you should read that. I'm proud of that one. It's wow. uh, you'd be it's satire of course, but you'd be surprised at how many people um how many people agreed with it. Really? <laughs> how many people a parody and people spread it around as like, like it's gospel? That's too funny. <laughs> so well mm-hmm. let me go back to I was just tweeting it out, but let me go back to it. I want to see what What's well? What's on the top of that list on there? Then I see we got uh, uh the first one I'm seeing here is dated. Uh, that's December. Wait, well, yeah, that's where you're going to be at. I've taken a break from it for a little while. I'm getting back to that so that I can be more more uncut. But that's all I'm saying. Like in the examiner, I have to go within certain guidelines. I can't get out. I can't really put a lot of myself into it on the blog. It's all me. So you'll get a lot more of just true opinion. Um, and you know, a lot of unleashed on this. All right, excellent. Well, bring us back again. Let's get to the to the main thing you're talking about. What was the la- your last article? So I don't jump around here 800 ways to Sunday. What was the last thing that you really wrote about that really struck you strong? The last thing I wrote about was uh, <laughs> that I really cared about was um, some celebrity. I can't remember. Uh, one of the Baldwin brothers got arrested for income tax evasion. Okay. And uh, I thought that – and to me, that's a perfect uh, – because everybody always goes drugs, drugs, drugs when they're talking about jury nullification. They always think, you know, and it's always marijuana. It's always start at, the, um, start at the easy thing, the thing that most people agree with. Well, my idea is I think that income tax evasion is a perfect opportunity for jury nullification. And I was writing how I wish that – I know he won't, but I wish that he would fight it. I wish he would take it to a jury trial, and I wish that he would mention jury nullification in it because I want – like I, on this, I try to go – when I'm writing, I try to go to the extreme because – reach for the moon you might land a star sort of thing i want to i just want people to think about what's going on and the idea that income tax is slavery is something that's so many they're so foreign to so many people anyway that's the last one that i cared about i've written several since then but that's the last big one i have to write so much you know but that's the last one that i thought was uh was important 
Oh, that's how we got in the trial talk. That's how I, I get derailed a lot. I'll, I'll tend to derail myself. Um, so jury, no- <laughs> jury nullification, let's, uh, I know probably a good amount of our listeners understand what that means. Uh, but I don't think a lot of people understand that a jury can take a bad law and, and you know, let somebody free even though they broke the law. Right. It's um, that's it. It's judge the crime, not the judge the law, not the so-called crime. You know, if um, if there's no victim, there's no crime. Bottom line, it's just if there's no victim, acquit. And I think that's that's a big problem that a lot of us have in society today is we avoid jury duty like the plague. And uh, from a voluntary standpoint, I get that. But from my standpoint, if you can get on a jury and nullify these laws, because if, if they can't prosecute them, and so many people plead guilty and take deals because they're so intimidated and so scared, but if you can go through it and present your case, and and if we can get to the point where, even if it is just marijuana, if we can get to the point where they're no longer no longer caging people and raking money, if it's costing them money to arrest people for marijuana, the law's not going to exist anymore. I mean, they, it may be on the books, but they're not going to do it. They're not going to cost the state money. I mean, the state's God. They're not going to. They're not going to mess with God. Right. Exactly. And and that's an important thing. And I I only learned about jury nullification myself personally maybe three or four years ago when I really started paying attention to all the other things I pay attention to. Um. So it's right. it, it's not really taught, Dave. I heard you take a deep breath there, and I think you have a thought on that. Well, I'm v- very for jury jury nullification drink up um and you know i've i've i kind of am into this whole volunteer i don't know how much he's into the whole volunteerist um scene you know i've gone to pork fest uh, i've i've actually went to go do jury nullification outreach at the local tampa courthouse i i wound up not doing it but uh i i happen to know that there are people sitting in jail right now but doing the same thing in the orlando courthouse um, there's this guy, Julian Heiklin, who uh, has fled the country because he's been arrested so many times for handing out pamphlets of it. So they, the system does not want you to know about it. Um, right. But oddly enough, in New Hampshire, uh, it's state law now that, you, that, that, that they tell you about jury nullification before a trial. But here in Florida, exactly. you, you can get, uh, you, if a, if, as a lawyer, you can get disbarred from mentioning jury nullification. Right. So... It's it. This is not a jury, a, a, a justice system. It's just us. You know? <laughs> I get that. Um, no, there's no argument. I know. But that's uh, I, I think that's the point of it, though, is. It's to change it from so that it is. I mean, I, I understand that, um, you know, the courts don't let you do it. The, the judge, the jury, the prosecutor, the public defender, they're all on the same side. They all work for the state. So, yeah, I know they're going to do everything they can to keep it out. But that's. Um, and that's what kind of why I've made it my medium. That's why it's my cause right now is because it's it's one of the hardest things to get out there. They never talk about it on TV. You never hear it on the radio. It's um, rarely, you know, it's it's making waves in the uh, libertarian circle now, but it's still not. I, I don't think enough people understand it, and I think that I think that that's an idea that a lot of people can grab a hold of. Um, that just regular people can grab a hold of, you know, who aren't political junkies or whatever can grab a hold of that. If you haven't hurt somebody that you really don't deserve to be in a cage and that the state doesn't just get to the side, um, just to cage people for no reason. I, I think that that's something that a lot of people, not everybody, obviously, but a lot of people can grab a hold of. And if you can get one or two people to talk about it, they can tell two or three other people and then you can move forward from that way. 
Well, yeah, since- I, I think the, the cognitive dissonance is something that is so difficult to get over because people think, all right, it's the law. You broke the law. You go to jail. They're not they're not mm-hmm. programmed to judge the law and to see if it's a just law. They're just like, well, no, you know, the government is great. They do everything right. And if you broke the law, there must be a reason why there's a law. You broke it. You go to jail. That's true. People do. They are programmed that way. No argument there. I think. Um, but I think that's and that's what I was saying earlier when I'm. Like I want to, um, I write a lot about attacking DUI laws um, because people find that outlandish. They think it's crazy. But if I can get them to at least start talking, um, at least arguing with me that um, when I say DUI, do I can't speak. I'm sorry. Sorry. When I say DUI laws shouldn't exist, um, and then they start arguing, of course they should exist. Blah 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 blah. They're a lot easier to accept that um, that maybe somebody shouldn't go to jail for not paying a fine, or maybe somebody shouldn't go to jail for possessing an ounce of pot. And it's baby steps. I mean, it's it's a long time. It's it's not going to happen. I mean, this isn't going to happen in my lifetime, I don't think. I'm not saying jury notification, but, you know, I don't think, uh, I think, what like, go back to Ron Paul. I think Ron Paul, when he started doing what he did, and I'm not comparing myself by any means to Ron Paul, but I think when he started, he realized it wasn't going to happen in his lifetime. He wasn't going to change, but I think he planted the seeds, and I just, I feel like that's the only thing that I can do in this mad, crazy world to make me feel sane is to feel like I'm planting seeds and to just get the conversation started and move it forward. Well, that's the best thing we all can do. And that's why, you know, we sit here every Saturday night and, um, you know, we do what we're doing. I want to talk about another form of jury nullification. And this is not the good form of jury nullification. Uh, and we just saw it happen on Tuesday. Um, what's your opinion on the whole Dorner uh making sure he didn't speak or, or I'm putting words or thoughts in your head, but what's your right. opinion on the whole situation there? The whole thing was really, really wild to me. And I'll, again, I'll be honest. I don't know all the facts. I don't know enough, but I know that from my understanding of it, his ID was found in Mex. I mean, on the Mexican border. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure. So that that's how it's, well, how did they find a wallet and an ID in a house that just burned down that tarred his body beyond recognition? How did the wallet and, and a driver's license survive? So that right there plants a million thoughts. I mean, anybody can run with that. I don't think that one's outlandish to question. Um, I, that, that whole thing's wild. I like, again, I don't know enough about it. I don't know. Um, I don't know enough about it to justify him or to say, um, you know, I just don't know enough about it. I think right. there's a lot of questions there that need to be answered. Well, as I told my listeners earlier, I don't think this was some kind of big governmental false flag attack, first of all. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't see it. I think this was more of a good old boys club gone wrong, uh, need to shut this guy up, and they lost control of it, and it became such a big deal. That's my personal right. take on it. And like you said with the wallets, uh, I have an article posted up on Raz Radio Live um, called The Tale of Two Wallets. Uh, which I have a Los Angeles Times article within that story talking about how there were there are court federal court documents um, talking about finding his wallet at the uh, border going into Mexico at the San Yesidera point of entry. Right. I, I'm, I, the border. Just say the border. At the border, yeah. One of the games we play <laughs> That's is... That's what I did. <laughs> we have a lot of fun. Um, on our show and one of the, we play a lot of games cause I tend to mess words up a lot. So just so you know what's going on there, we like to have fun as we get this information out. Um, <laughs> right. so that's an important thing is that, that we do have the tale of two wallets. Um, cause now they're claiming that they found the wallet with his ID in it. 
you know, underneath, like you said, the the rubbish of of that burnout house, that there was absolutely nothing left of that house. So you're going to tell me, right. you know, there wasn't, I, even in the pictures I saw, you couldn't even make out a piece of furniture in there anywhere. Like not right. a, a resemblance of a piece of furniture. And then of course we have the, uh, the audio of the police saying, burn this motherfucker. You know? Yeah, that's right. I and, forgot about that. So they wanted and, the yeah. man dead. You know, somebody told me a long time ago when I moved to L.A. Um, that the reason the mafia never made it into Los Angeles was because they were already there. That in the <laughs> LAPD, when, when they tried to when they tried to infiltrate it, the LAPD put a stop to it very, very quick. Now, I mean, my God, I mean, just <laughs> I'm trying to think of the name. I'm trying to think of the name of the movie. It's an older movie with Bruce Willis, and it's all about L.A. in the beginning. I think it was Bruce Willis. And, and it's it's like the '50s, '60s in LA with the police department. And it's it's all about that. It's like more like a comedy. I don't want to say comedy. I can't think of the freaking name for the life of me. But it, that's what it I is. And it, it talks about that. You know, like in it, the the LAPD is the mafia, basically. You know, in right. in that area. So I I wouldn't be I wouldn't be well, one to even not agree uh, believe that. Well, hold on a second. Oh, let's, LA, let's just go back to, uh, to the movies that we know. Sorry, like, uh, the, the, the Godfather. Right and all these other gangster movies, uh, the the people that were in Little Italy, they paid them the mafia for protection. Right. What are you paying the police for? Protection. Right. Right. <laughs> they just want exactly. extra. <laughs> They're the mafia. <laughs> yep. Except they it are. gets taken take, taken right out of your fucking taxes. <laughs> Go ahead, Mike. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You were going to say something oh. there. Well, I was just going to say, if you look at California law enforcement in general, if you just the time I was out there six years, um, and I'll be honest with you, as far as routine um, traffic stops and things like that, LAPD, I mean, the the whole police force out there is a lot easier to deal with than they are in the backwoods in Alabama and, uh, you know, the small towns and whatnot, because they're out to get you for money. But if you look at um, just the things that have happened, the homeless man they beat to death not too long ago, um, you know, uh, Rodney King was so long ago, but you can just... They, the tasering, so how many people they've tasered to death, just so many things keep happening. And nobody invests, they, they always isolate it to this individual, this one, if they ever get to blame a policeman, which is really, really hard to do, but if they ever do find fault with a policeman, it's just this one. But there's so many incidents, yet nobody investigates the police force. It well, just, you know, that doesn't add up. Wasn't LA where they, uh, wasn't that where they shot the guy in the back on the train platform? Was Yeah. Yeah, and they shot him right through the back. He was handcuffed. No, no, that, that was uh, was that uh, LA? Oakland. Oh, Oakland. Oakland. That well, was still yeah. California, but it was Northern California. All right, all right. Sorry, same yeah, state. Yeah, but though. when you say LA, I say Cali- LA I is California. California to you. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, you know that that cop did time. He did a year. Yeah, a year for murder. Right. If I did that, if I accidentally shot somebody in the back like that, I do, I do much more time. You'd be fried. Oh, I know here. somebody that just got out of um, out of prison. Uh, they got out two years parole. They were in for ten years for uh, DUIs. Um, oh. Never hurt anybody. It wasn't wasn't DUI manslaughter. It wasn't it was DUIs and um, served a ten year. Well, didn't serve, but was sentenced to a ten year prison sentence. And yeah, he served a year for actually murdering somebody. Well, I, I actually know somebody that killed somebody in a DUI accident. Didn't spend that much time. No, really. Uh, I think it was two. Yeah, or well, three years. and that goes to say. Um, that was also th- a lot about our system and money and and that sort of thing. That was also twenty plus years ago there oh. this is true 
Yeah. Yeah. See, th this is this lends itself to you know, all right, ready to take a drink. This is, lends itself to Honduras because as white people in Honduras, we, we have what's known as the gringo effect, from what I understand, and we could pay our way out of it. You really could uh, do a lot of. I mean, with you know, I'm going to be on Social Security soon, and you know, I'll be able to pay my way out of anything that I get into down there. You know, and that's that's kind of the reason why because now I'm I'll be above the law down here where I'm under it, under here, and I'm paying for it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, man, if I had the money, I'd go with you. I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. It's not, it's not expensive at all, man. Uh, listen to the, I listened to this podcast called The Expat Files. Check it out. The guy's been, he's been doing it for two and a half years now. I've listened to every show, and I'm practically an expert on how to move down there, and uh, I'm ready to go. <laughs> I, I, would leave, I would leave right now in the middle of the show it's, if I, if I could. It's called the expat. <laughs> it's called the expat files. Um, expat. S Pat, like a expatriate, right? Gotcha, got X Pat, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I haven't listened to it yet, but he he keeps trying to get me to listen to it. Uh, it's you know when you're running websites and everything, it's 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 rough to keep up with it all, Dave. Right. <laughs> you will, you will, it's a matter of time, dude. I just a year ago, you weren't even uh, you were like fuck that, I wouldn't come. Now you kind of you're into it. A year ago, you were like, oh, the government's good. Now you're starting to see the ways, and you know it's just a matter of time. I went down the same road you did. I'm just a couple of car lengths ahead. I never said the government was good, first of all. So let's get that thought out of your head, right, please. Let's, let's, right. not argue. let's not argue with the guest on the phone. <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't mind too much. <laughs> Um, what else we got going on recently that's uh, interesting to talk about? Um, what, what do you see? You know, I don't follow much. I, I kind of gave up on following D.C., so maybe you can bring some things to light from D.C. for me because uh, I'm assuming that you kind of keep your eye on D.C. a lot. Um, what's the biggest development? What do you think the worst thing is going on there right now? I'll be honest with you. Since... Um since the elections, the federal, since the presidential election, that's why the last post you saw on the blog was in December. I have taken a giant step back. Um, it was just, I go through these things where it's like, um, it's like an addiction for me. You know, I, I, I try to step back. I try to get away from it because it consumes me and then something will pull me back in. I just can't get away from it. I've been fighting myself on forever. Um, so, but I've been on a hiatus for the past couple of months. Uh, I just haven't paid attention. I just got out of it. I've tried to concentrate locally. I've tried to just, get into the nullification thing, tried to get uh, um, just people aware of Agenda 21, those things, the things that are going on locally. Okay. And uh, so I haven't been a whole lot. I ha haven't been really focused on D.C. lately. I did watch the um, the State of the Union the other night, um, and I watched Marco Rubio's response, and I watched Rand Paul's response. And, um, you know, it, it's just it's the same old thing. What's going on? I don't know. Right now, um, the gun confiscation, I guess, um, how suddenly everybody in the world is a is a – mass murder they'll get hold of these guns and you know th that's a pretty good conspiracy i think that's probably the biggest oh and raising um you know time to raise the uh minimum wage to nine dollars an hour that's always real smart oh yeah that helps yeah but force force companies to do something that maybe they can't afford to do so then we, right. we can eliminate it down to the companies that you know run everything anyway he sounds very voluntarist. Uh, I would say beyond libertarian because he's he's talk, talking the same kind of shit that I'm into. <laughs> I like you, Mike. Come on more often. <laughs> I'll come on anytime. I'm, I'm all alone time. here. Actually, I shouldn't say that. Lexi, his his wife is uh, is mostly voluntarist too. Why are you but, saying uh, that? That's so untrue. <laughs> I don't know why you're saying that. Right see, now. see, I, I'm I'm telling her. Good things, and they're they're arguing with me. 
Uh, just like to, <laughs> I'm a yeah, resistant absolutely. mofo. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mike, we'll have to have you on again. You know, it's funny. Um, I'm going. We were talking about this earlier. I'm going through the same type of thing. I've been like a week or two. Like I, I can't do it quite as hard. Um, you know, I, I work a full time job, but I do right. this on on the side, and it's you know just in the in its infancy. So you can't really let go of that, even though you still need to give your brain mush time. So I've been given, right. I've been doing a little mush time recently also. So I get what you're saying about that. And, and it is, it's so much to absorb. Um, there's so many different things going on. You never know who's telling the truth, who's not telling the truth. What, what, right. what story is the real story? Um, why, are, why are we looking at this? Why are we looking at that? Why is the president saying one thing and the, this person saying that? And, and, you know, oh, there's they're not trying to do gun control, but yet there's 20 bills in, in the in the House and the right. Senate. But but they're not trying to do any more. They're not trying to take your gun away, but they're trying to in the House and Senate. But they're not really trying. To. I just don't get it, you know. And I that yeah, it's great. This all this shooting and everything. I have to agree that the past two months has been really rough on the brain. It really has. It, it's really yeah. hurt my brain a lot recently to do all this. Um, So do you do. And that leads me to where I wanted to ask you, um, you know, you work with the examiner, you have your blog. Um, obviously, you have to do you have a full time job or, you know, is this your full time job? I'm on unemployment. You're, OK. Oh, that was a joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just um, I, I do. Um, I'm a sales manager. I'm not a secretary. OK, so, so you have a full time job that you do every day and then you do all this on the yep. side to, to, to get your uh, anger out or to get your uh, um, distaste out of your mouth. Right. All right. That's cool. it. Excellent. Well, you, like I said, you do some good writing. Um, I'd like to get. Why don't you, why don't you offer him a radio show, Raz? Well, if he'd like to, yeah, hey, anybody's welcome to do a radio show. If you if you want to get some equipment together and and pop on the stream and do a show, you're you're welcome to. So if we can draw you back into the scheme. Um, oh, that's the other thing. I had a guy on last week. He was like, yeah, you know, I've gotten out of radio recently, but had a lot of fun tonight, and I want to get into it again. So. You know, if you, if you want to do a show, man, I got spots on the on the uh, site. Just let me know. Yeah, maybe down the road. This is the first time I've uh, this is the first time I've done this at all. So, you know, it's um, that's a long. I've got a lot on my plate right now. It, it is something I've always thought about. It's something I'd like to do. I think the 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 more ways to get your voice out there, the better. You know, um, I think it's a great thing to do. I wouldn't know where to begin right now. <laughs> no, nobody ever knows where to begin. But you got people out there that can give you some advice and help if you ever want to. So just just. Um, let it be known that we're there for you if you'd like to. I appreciate it. No problem. What I like to do is uh, I like to get a little drop from my my guests. Um, if I can just. Hey, ha- hey, I don't know, man. He's not a radio savvy guy. You know, you're going to put him on the spot with this? Yeah, well, you know, it's a, that, that makes it even more fun. I can splice it all together and get what I need. <laughs> don't worry. Um, basically, if you could just say, hey, this is Mike Shaner. Is it Shaner or Shanner? Shaner. Shaner. Okay, I've been saying it right. Thank God. Um, hey, yep. this is this is Mike Shaner from uh, you know either the Oak Park Ridge or the Examiner dot com, whichever one you want. Uh, right, you're, you're listening. You're listening to the first fifty two on Raz Radio Live. Um, whatever else you want to add, as long as you get those three, four main things in. You got it. This is Mike Shaner from hell. I don't know where I'm from. <laughs> this is Mike Shaner from Examiner dot com. You're listening to the first fifty two on Raz Radio Live. Is that all you want to? That's that's all I needed, that's man. That's perfect. perfect. Very good. <laughs> and and we might play with it a little bit because you had that that nice little beginning. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we're gonna wrap it up. Uh, anything else pertinent that you really want to get out before we? You know, you got a couple more minutes. If there's anything, you know, I we got on the on the jury nullification. 
Uh, just want to make sure we get anything that's important in your head that you want people to hear. Might be the first time they're hearing it. Uh, maybe it's the hundredth time. But if it's if, right. it's if it's something you're really thinking about, get it out there. You know, one last thing I did want to talk about. Um, you asked me about DC and everything, and the the big thing that's coming now is the sequester. Um, and I'm sure most of the people listening know, but maybe some of them won't. Whenever the government talks about, whenever the federal government talks about the cuts that are coming, it's always important that, and I know it's kind of, I don't want to say elementary things, but it's always important to realize that whenever the government talks about cutting spending, they're actually talking about cutting the the increase of growth. So they're not looking to spend more less than they spent last year. They're never they're never talking about cutting funds, even in the sequester. Um, they're only talking about. I, I said it the other day. It was like if I um, if I make three hundred dollars a month, and I mean if I my bills are three hundred dollars a month, and I can't afford them already, but I'm planning on buying a new Mercedes, and then um, I go out and I can't afford a new Mercedes, so I get a, a new Honda. I can't afford the thousand dollar new Mercedes thousand dollars per month so i get a new honda for four hundred dollars a month so now my bills have went up seven hundred dollars a month well i'm not spending as much as i plan on spending but my bills were three hundred dollars it's not a budget cut and i i know that's simple and i know a lot of people understand that but i try to say that every time i can just to get it out because they keep saying budget cut budget cut and and it's branding and if people understand that they're not really talking about cutting anything that they're just they think you're an idiot the more times we can say that and the more times we can get it out and combat the words they use, I think it's a good thing to do. Well, and I agree with you 100%, but the problem is it's not that you sound like an idiot or that you know, you're know you talking to people like they're an idiot. Our government's a bunch of idiots that can't figure that, on, that out on their own. No, no, right. they're, they're not idiots. They're geniuses. This is, this is crafted, <laughs> well-crafted uh, verbiage. It's a shakedown. Yeah, Give me the money. You know, and I, understand, I I get what he's saying. You know, the, the government's budget increases, let's say, ten percent each year, and they cut it back to seven percent one year. And they say, "Oh, we 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 knocked our budget down, and it's actually thirty percent. We knocked our budget down thirty percent." Like, no, 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 no. Like, New Hampshire is the only state in the union last year that actually cut their budget by twelve percent. Cut it, not cut the, the the pending increase. Cut it from what it was last year to twelve percent lower. And now, uh, Grafton, New Hampshire's sounding better and better. Yeah. What's that? The oh, free state project—that's the free right. state project, right? There, uh, Forte. Right. Yeah. Well, they—they they have the free state project there. I—I, I, you know, I looked into it, but I, I just can't do it snow anymore. Yeah, no, me and, neither. Uh, and they have state-run liquor stores, and they—they they have uh, inspection. I like living here in Florida, where my car is not inspected. Yeah, and in New Hampshire, they have state-run liquor stores. Uh, they do here in Alabama, also. Do they? Now, what do we? Yeah. Have? We just have regular liquor stores here, right, uh, Forte? What? We just have, you know, you can go to Winn-Dixie and get your beer or, or whatever yeah, here. When I lived in New York, you, you had to go to a liquor store to get liquor. Here you can get you can get everything but hard liquor at a fucking CVS. You can get crack at the CVS You can get sometimes. hard liquor. You can go into, um, in uh, California, in L.A., you can go into a CVS uh, and get, get Jack Daniels. It's, uh, you can, but you can't get beer at a gas station. They, they, where they, if they sell gas, they can't sell alcohol. What? But everything else, yeah. <laughs> but everything else is, uh, you can go to the grocery store and get your... Uh, you know, get your orange juice or and your vodka all at the same place. It's a uh, it's a pretty good deal except the gas station thing. Oh, that's like that here in Florida, but we can get beer at the gas station. They just and even some gas stations sell hard liquor, even so. Yeah, really? In, in, yeah. in Vermont, you can go to the store and buy milk, eggs, bullets, and Jack Daniels all in the same store. <laughs> that's the way to do it. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Well, we had the drive-through. I, I lived in Pennsylvania for a while, and we had a drive-through because. In, in Pennsylvania, it's the same kind of screwy thing. You have to go to a beer distributor to get beer, but you can get uh-huh. liquor at 
you know, the liquor store. And right. but all the beer distributors are drive through. So you pull in this barn, you yell, Hey, I want a case of this, a case of that, a eight the twelve pack of this or whatever. They throw it in the trunk of your car, come get your money, and you continue to drive through. You, you know, it's they used really to have those in Florida. It, they don't have them in Florida anymore. They used to have them in Panama City. Some areas do, yeah. There's still so, not okay. the big barns, but it'll be like a drive-through window. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. You, you know what's screwed up? Uh, we're talking all about these these liquor laws all throughout the states, and in all the states that I lived in, I used to have pot delivered to to me. <laughs> Yeah, right. I, mean, I didn't have to leave my house. <laughs> well, one day we one day we hope to see that legal. You know, that's like Denver trying to block it now. I don't know if you if any of you guys have seen that. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Denver the the city of Denver is trying to block I think it's Proposition thirty four in Denver. It's, or, trying, yeah, it's trying to opt out of Yeah, the, it's uh, trying to opt out of the legalization because they're worried about an increase increase in crime. Because they saw an increase in crime with the with the medical use legalization. Which a bunch yeah, of bullshit, so, but bullshit, yeah. <laughs> bullshit. But hold, hold on a second. You know, can you actually do that, uh, or can you? Opt, if there's a state law, can can a city opt out of it? You could have a city ordinance. Yeah, but ordinance. Yeah. See, the, like well, the thing like, is here in here in Florida with the, with the gun laws, like you, I think uh, some city down south wanted to ban guns or certain guns, and they said no, it's state law that you could have guns everywhere. So, the, so the law is gun law is from you know the Panhandle to Key West. It's the same law, and no city can change that. Right. And why is it with with marijuana that you know certain cities can opt in and opt out of it? What's your thought on that, Mike? Well, oh, I think it's ridiculous. But I know in um, in Alabama, you know, alcohol is legal, but we have dry counties. So um, I, I don't know if it would be under the similar. I don't know if it'd be the same thing. Um, we have that in yeah, Jersey too. Yeah, yeah, we have that in Jersey also. Right. So I mean, yeah, you know, I'll call it legal in the state, but that's another thing. Like on Sunday, and I don't know how it is there, but um, at two p.m., two a.m. Sunday morning, you can't buy alcohol, and I don't know anywhere in Alabama where you can buy alcohol after two a.m. until. Um, like in the county I live in, you can't buy it until Monday morning. You just can't buy alcohol on Sunday. And that's so funny to me. Um, we, it's just we, so funny to me. The people that go to church won't let me drink on Sunday. But <laughs> Yeah, as they're drinking and, their wine, right? Right. Yeah. And you know, and I don't mean to offend you. I don't have I, I'm a church person, so I don't wanna um oh, you're not gonna offend it, you're not gonna offend any of us, don't at least on I our know. end. You're not offending but, us. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just want to make myself clear on that. I don't have anything against any religion, you know, religion's religion. I'm fine. I have religion, so right. No, that's cool. We're, 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 don't even worry about that here, man. We don't we don't uh, sweat on things like that. Uh, but we we had the same thing here for a long time in Florida. Um, it was new, or was that just Charlotte County, maybe? But it was noon, and they just recently, um, within the past year or two years, took that away, where you can now buy uh, alcohol before that. Uh, but that's been throughout. All, I mean, Jersey was never like that, but that's Jersey. <laughs> Yeah, well, in New York, you couldn't buy it. You had to buy it after eleven. Down here, certain places, and 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 see, that's different. In Tampa, it's one law, and Pinellas, it's something else. But here's what I found: if you go to a marina, because you know, used to go to everybody goes to their boat early in the morning. They, right. They're selling a beer at eight o'clock in the morning. Right. So why is that the oh. marina can sell you beer? But the Seven Eleven down the block can't. Because the marina doesn't care about the law, and they're going to sell it to no, you. It's, it, no, it's legit. It's legal. Is it? Because I've been yeah. denied at marinas in Miami oh. before. You know, here in Alabama, also, I forgot about that. He said it. In Alabama, if um, or in the county I live in anyway, where it's uh, dry on Sunday. 
But if you go to, like I went to a Mexican restaurant last um, last Sunday, and I wanted a shot of tequila, and he, I forgot it was Sunday, and he said, oh, you have to pay $5 and fill out a membership card. So if you <laughs> fill out a membership card and they call it a private club, even though it's just been open to the public Mexican restaurant, uh, then you can buy alcohol. If it, they can, if they can call yourself a private club, you mm-hmm. fill out your little membership card and you pay them five bucks, then you can buy alcohol that's, on Sunday. I forgot that there was that loophole. That's the way around everything. Down, uh, I don't know, and I, I want to wrap it up after this, but um, I, we used to go to this. We just recently went on the e-cigarettes back. I went in August. Lexi went, uh, I don't know, maybe November um, to uh-huh. quit smoking. But but for about two years, we got into this whole roll-your-own thing where we would go to a, a store, and they had this big machine that would roll a carton of cigarettes in 10 minutes. Well, this was taking a big hit, it just just wiping big tobacco out in, in a lot of areas. I mean, they were growing right. like crazy. We'd go in there. There'd be two or three-hour waits to get on these machines. They had six of these machines. So right. they slipped into a bill, uh, into a transportation bill, um, to increase the tax on these to bring them up to the regular cost of regular cigarettes to, to take that cost value because they were half price. You'd go in and get right. a carton for $27. Which down here in Florida, a regular carton is fifty eight, fifty nine, somewhere around there. So you uh-huh. get you got a good deal there. So what they did is they they made it and they they put a loophole and they 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 nailed them and they got them to where they had to bring it back up. Well, all these businesses and we're talking a lot of businesses here in Florida were doing this. Uh, they would have had to go out of business. So a lot of them right. went through and they did exactly that. They did the private clubs. They moved the machines into separate parts of the building. And you had to sign up to be in the club, and they would still sell the tobacco and the tube and all that in one room. And then you take all that that you bought in the one room and go use the machine in the in your club membership. Right. And that's the loophole that a lot of people are finding to get around some of these stupid ass laws. You know, maybe that's the way. That's um. So, do you think we can start a pot club and not go to jail? Absolutely not. <laughs> I figured I'd ask. <laughs> it's worth it. Depends the how many of us going. <laughs> right, <laughs> we get right. the whole thing. Well, also, if we keep our mouths shut, yeah, we can't talk about there it. There was a um, there was a, a protest somewhere recently where thousands of them went out there and smoked pot right in front of the cops, um, and oh, yeah. they couldn't arrest all ten thousand of them or how many ever it was. I can't remember where this was. I just browsed through it. Yeah, I saw it was that recently. It was a week or two ago. Yeah, I saw that. I can't remember where it was either. And then, of course, when uh, Washington legalized, they went up to the needle. They had a pretty good group up at the needle there smoking the first night that uh, that uh, weed right. went legal. So actually it wasn't legal. It was it had just had I think they just had been passed as a law, but yet it wasn't legal yet. They hadn't that come up the rules yet. That's right. It was in that grace right. period of time. That's right. And, but the cops didn't didn't mess with it. I think that's awesome, you know. Well, uh, that's what we need. But, we need to see better cops yeah. out there. That would be a big improvement if if you know, I'm an oath keeper, Mike. I, I didn't tell you that before. I, I was prior oh. service military. And uh we need you know, I talk to cops all the time about um, you know, oath keepers and, and why they do what they do. Um, you know, I work in an apartment complex and I interact with, with police on a regular basis, not because of anything I do, thank God, but you know, I, right. I interact with them a lot and I talk to them about it. And that's, that, that's what we have to do is we need to talk to people. Um, you know, yep. Mike, I appreciate your time tonight. Um, you are definitely, anytime you got something you want to talk about, pick up the phone and call us on a Saturday. Uh, send me an email, say, Hey, listen, I got something I want to get out. If you want me to post your articles, just send me a little blurb. Hey, go check this article out. Why don't you put it up on the site just to remind me to, to go check it. I'll do it, man. I've had a lot of fun. I really appreciate it. Uh, it has been a lot of fun. I'm glad to be on. Excellent. Well, I'm glad you had fun with it. We will have you back again soon. And, uh, 
you know, go go have a sure. couple beers and enjoy the rest of your Saturday. You do the same, man. All right, Mike. Peace out, man. Have a good one. Uh, good night, everybody. That was that was a good interview. I really enjoyed having him on. We're gonna have to have him again. So why is it that why is it that he can convey <laughs> the ideas of volunteerism and have a good time way better than I can? Because apparently, you know, when I do it, it's not right. Because it's more fun to be a pain in your ass. I don't know. It just is. <laughs> we like no, to argue I, with I, you, I Dave. Must, I must be doing something wrong. Right? No, you're doing something right because we care enough to really engage in being a pain in your ass. I mean, that really says something. All right. Well, if we don't, uh, we don't do this break here, then Chip we're gonna have bladder. to get the mop out. Okay. I'm gonna have so. to like lay out a puppy pad. Hey, reset your, your camera for me, right? All right. I want to thank Michael Shaner, Mike Shaner. You can find him on Facebook. Check him out on examiner.com. I'll start putting some of his articles up, the ones I haven't. Uh, You guys are listening to the first 52 on Raz Radio Live. You can join us, 941-421-0401. Talk to you in a few. Words will always retain their power. Words are for the means to meaning and for those who will listen, the enunciation of truth. And the truth is, there is something terribly wrong with this country. What's life worth? It's the worst. Greedy capitalists got the streets on first.
touch with the universe? Do you wanna cause death or give birth? What is life? <laughs> you are in fact viable. Your differences with the Republicans on the, the with the rest of the Republicans on this stage has raised questions about whether or not you can actually win the general the Republican nomination, sir. Well, we've only had two little primaries so far, so it's pretty premature to decide which one is going to be the candidate. But, you know, when, when you think about it, if you measured everything I've ever said, every vote I've ever taken against the Constitution, you know, I'm a strict constitutionalist. So are you suggesting the Republicans should write me off because I'm a strict constitutionalist? I'm the most conservative member here. I have voted, you know, against more spending and wasting government than anybody else. So you're suggesting that I'm not elected? and the Republicans don't want me because I'm a strict fiscal conservative because I believe in civil liberties why should we not be, be defending civil liberties and why should we not be de talking about foreign policy that used to be the part of the Republican Party Mr. Republican Robert Taft didn't even want us to be in NATO and you're saying now that we have to continue to borrow money from China to finance this empire that we can't afford I, let me see if I get this right we we need to borrow $10 billion from China, and then we give it to Musharraf, who's a military dictator who overthrew an elected government, and then we go to war, we lose all these lives promoting democracy in Iraq. I mean, what's going on here? And you're saying, and you're saying that this is insinuation that I am less Republican? He's right. Absolutely not wrong. He's, he's right. Martin Truther on RazRadio.com. Lies. 
spies, free world controlled by devils in disguise. The television flickers and breaks to hypnotize. As retained by the picture, MSG supersize. Another mother cries for her son's lost life. Political greed breeds another genocide. No choice is left. Stand up and fight. Divided we fall, but united we survive. Now it's time to put the money and the bitches to the side. You'll never truly come up when you live a servant's life. I hurt myself today to see if I still feel. I focus on the pain, the only thing. Rockin' Hour, number three of the first 52 on Raz Radio Live. I want to thank Mike Shaner again. What a great interview that was. I really enjoyed having him on with us. We will have him again. Mm, yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed that guy. Oh, yeah. Good, good conversation with him there. No, it's, it's nice to have a fellow author you know, that, that says you know, the same things that you think of. That, that, that rarely happens. You know? 
It made you feel good, didn't it, Dave? Yeah, there's somebody else out there. <laughs> there's more than one of us out there. All right. Back to seriousness, I guess. <laughs> yeah, now it's the third hour. Be a serious hour no. <laughs> it's the third hour of the first 52. We like to have fun. We like to take phone calls. Going to have some people give us a ring a ding, 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 ding tonight. <laughs> <laughs> the fun begins. The fun begins. And we actually have a caller on the line already. I got somebody from the 813 area code. You there? Oh, wait, wrong. There we go. There we go. I got you this time. That hey, La- what's happening, guys? Is that Lawrence? Tampa. Hey, Lawrence, nice to have you on board, buddy. I understand. Uh, yeah. I understand it's your first visit listening to the first 52. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I'm checking out for the first time, and, uh, you know, it's really good. And, uh, Dave, I'm going to ask you to please cut back on Honduran's references because I only have one liver and <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> yes, he can't drink anymore, so no more Honduras talk for, for uh, Lawrence there. <laughs> Now, Lawrence, you you're Lawrence, you're getting your studio. I know you've done podcasts in the past, and uh, I, I've thrown some ideas out to you. So you're getting your studio still together. Doing. Yeah, still doing it. Still doing it. Because uh, um, they have, um, uh, uh, in fact, uh, uh, we actually recorded something uh, tonight, but uh, 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 but I was not involved because. Uh, you know, technology, man, three steps forward, four steps back sometimes. You know, Skype, for some reason, is not recognized by USB thing, you know, and so trying to talk to these guys, it's not like I'm underwater on the inner tube. So they were like, <laughs> uh, okay, uh, why don't you just, like, sit this one out, buy a new computer? And I'll think to myself, what, dude, what makes you think you buying a new computer is going to solve anything, man? I mean, I'm thinking I don't want to say that just yet, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, see, well, but he's got the same exact setup as, as I have, and I've become quite good at configuring these things because Shifty has it too. I was going to say Shifty's worked so well after you configured it for him. Uh, oh, he's no, he screwed it up. Come on, <laughs> he admit it. He no, it let's not get into uh, that. Come on, ugh, gross. Anyway, uh, he had some parts break. You know, Lawrence had some parts break, and, nope. and the sound. No, the, 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 no. She thinks she, she thinks you're busting Shifty Stone. He's just trying no, to... No, I don't want to get into this no. tech talk crap. Oh, she doesn't want a tech talk. That's what her no, issue is. No, no, All right, well, so anyway, we got the point that some bro- shit broke on some people's stuff, and uh, Dave <laughs> fixed it. Shit didn't it. work, okay? <laughs> <laughs> some stuff broke. Some stuff broke. I had to go to Amazon.com. I had to place a couple orders, and bada-boom, bada-bing. It should be here soon, and all that stuff. There we go. Yeah. Good. Good to hear that you got it working again. Yep. Uh, so, so... uh. What's your thoughts? What are you thinking about? What do you think of, uh, you know, I don't know where you stand on, considering it's your first time listening to the show. I mean, I know you're, you're Baba Army and, and you, you hear all the different viewpoints on, on lay with the dangerous conversation with Ledge and, you know, obviously yep, Manson and, and the, everybody in the morning and, uh, right. you hear the segment I, I do. So where do you stand on all this stuff? Oh, man. It's just, uh, craziness, man. And it's, uh, um, and, and it seems like every day, more and more, it seems like every day more and more I'm reminded of an old uh, Bill Hicks uh, uh, monologue where he says how the world is just a ride. And it is. It really is. And uh, some people just jump off early and people just hang in there for the duration. And I'm going to hang in for the duration. It's going to be nice, you know. The bad stuff happens because, but hey, you know, we got to, you know, I guess you can say we kind of got to go, you know, I can say we kind of uh, got to live with it. And, uh, 
uh, you never know something, uh, maybe it's just me, but you know who Sean kind of sounds like to me a little bit? He kind of sounds like across Tiago and the comedian Florentine, just a little bit. Maybe that's just me. What do you guys think? God, if you hear Florentine one more time. <laughs> I've been told that many times that, that it is a, a Florentine sound. Dave, your opinion? Uh did, were you called? Did they say Florentine before Dangerous Conversation? Have you been called Florentine from way back? Yeah. Uh, no, it started with it started with Dangerous Conversation. I think okay. that was when okay. I really first got out on the radio. I never did it before that, so nobody could make the comparison prior to that. I've only heard that comparison thirty or forty times now. <laughs> <laughs> he does kind of sound a little bit like Jim Florentine. A little bit. This is Jim Florentine. You know, I used to do back in the day with. Uh, 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 <laughs> friends should be Norton when we used to room together in we used to go to the other apartments we used to do upper deck resort it was fucking beautiful to be still a lot of corn and I used to eat a lot of beans and all the other you know a lot of nut stuff so the wind digest people would get really upset when they'd flush that toilet it was beautiful and I used to do the and, uh, and what about the credits I used to do the recorded puffin' up crank yay yay I love money yay oh shit <laughs> that was a good one very good alright Lawrence um yeah, get your stuff together. When you're ready to start doing a show, you let me know, and uh, we'll go from there. And I appreciate you listening tonight. I hope you listen in some more, and uh, enjoy the rest of the evening. Good evening. My door becomes clear. The broccoli must die. <laughs> All right, night, brother. Talk to you later. Uh, it's nice to get new callers, new people listening. I appreciate uh, everybody who, who takes the time to type those numbers into the, uh, or those words into the the browser and pull up the show and listen to to our madness, especially the third hour of our madness <laughs> as the fun begins. Four toad. Nerdy. <laughs> it was nerdy. That's why he was being silent. He's absolutely not wrong. He's he's right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh gotta have some fun. All right. So what do we want to talk about next? Uh, you know, I, I really wanted to, and I'm, I'm, I'm mad because I didn't prep it. But I wanted to play some some uh, some of the lovely speech our president gave this oh, week. Really? Oh crap! Here we go. Uh, I'm looking for it here. I thought I pulled it up, but now I can't find it again. Well, hey, let's do this. Let's let's not even do Why? that. Why? What? What is? What? Just to pick the lie. Do you think he was going to say anything good? I, I should have. Ha- everything out of his fucking mouth was going to be a lie. Why? Dave's about to, to do a walk off. I should have just did it live on Tuesday night because I was yelling at the TV the whole time. Like I fell asleep. No, you weren't. For like 20 you fell minutes. asleep while I yelled at the TV. No, I yelled at it for a little bit, and then I fell asleep. I woke up and started yelling again. It was all blasphemy <laughs> and loud noises. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens sometimes. It's a massacre. You know? So it's anyway, terrible. Don't watch it. It's depressing. It is very depressing. It's just a bunch yeah, of it's lie, and it's lie, sad lie. because people are stand like standing ovation for this bullshit, bullshit. Like every thirty you guys. seconds, bullshit. right? They're like he he says something, they all uh, stand up, oh, and then that, yeah, it takes them like twenty minutes to get through a thirty second conversation. It is as if they're not uh, listening at all. They're just, it's like they have cue cards to stand up and clap every once in a while. (laughs) I'm like, Uh, but did you, were you paying attention? Don't you remember the applause? Why are you clapping? Uh, You voted for these people. Don't you remember the applause light in the movies and the TV shows? Yeah. That's pretty pathetic if that's the case. How far off are we from President Hector? uh, What's that guy from fucking uh, uh, Idiocracy? Oh, uh, which black guy? president? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 It was yeah. like president. 
Oh yes, no, no, no. I, I, I don't even no, want to listen no. to I have the more. To, I have more. No, no wait, no, no, no wait. No. I have more to say. Wait, no. Oh, oh. <laughs> you got quiet. <laughs> you producing over there? Am I you what? Are you producing a bit with with the applause thing? Uh, you know, you never know. I'm the master debater. <laughs> Uh-huh. All right, so anybody else want to call in? Give us a give us a holler. Give us a, a, a <laughs> argument. Give us a debate. Holler. Give us your thought. Tell us what you're feeling. Nine four one four two one zero four zero one. Get in the chat box. Tell us to shut up. Tell us to keep going. Uh, give us a, your thoughts. That's all we want. Getting I, interactive. I, I don't want them to tell us to shut up. I don't like that. <sighs> well, we can always... a little high. <laughs> I might come down with a case of hurt philioma. Not hurt philioma. Hurt Philioma, and we can't afford Phil Campbell. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I want to you drunk. Know, you know, my ex fiance works at that fucking. Uh, Does she really? That law firm, yeah. Oh, that's. So we talked awful. about antidepressants. Let me see here. What else Can we got? Can you get her on the show? <laughs> I called her up about it. She's like, I will neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> like, there's no way of getting information out of her. I'm like, all right, I understand. <laughs> she ain't talking. <laughs> hey, did you see the post I put up about Chris Geo? Me? No. Of course not, because you don't check the website at all. You don't go to RazRadioLive.com to see what I post on a daily basis, because I always put up new stuff. Really? You want to do this now? <laughs> I know why. Anyway... <laughs> Uh, Chris Gio, I guess this was back, uh, on December 20th. They were on their way to Mount Sashta. They were getting married. And they had to go through a, a checkpoint going into California. Lovely, uh, lovely event they had to endear. It's a, it's a good, you know, 10 minute video, so I'm not going to play the whole thing, but I do want to get the highlights out of it. Uh, if you'd like to see the whole thing, it is up at RazRadioLive.com. Dave, <laughs> if you'd like to go check it out. I'll have to take a look. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> take those nine toes across the floor and check it out, <laughs> would you? <laughs> so let's hear it. Let's let's hear a little bit of uh, what they did. Here it comes. Almost there. Wow. Oh wait. Oh wait, yeah. Oh, wait, I got to read this to you. Hold on. A little slow on the draw right <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. I'll read yeah. this to you because there, there's right. some audio in the beginning, or there's some audio. Yeah, there's some audio in the beginning of the video that you can't hear it because it's not audio. It's actually print. So I'll read you the, the print. Radio. I love <laughs> off the rails radio, man. So December 20th, 2012, Sheree and I are entering California. We did not expect a checkpoint, much less an agricultural in- inspection. Uh-huh. Either, either way it goes, it was a warrantless search. So naturally, the resistance sued. Sorry about the quality. I grabbed my BlackBerry because everything happened so quickly. Blackberry, Blackberry equals major POS. Well, now we'll get to the actual audio of the video. Well, I guess my question is, am I obligated, am I obligated to pull into the parking lot? Yes, you cannot proceed any further into the state of California without complying to either inspection okay. or returning out of state. And what law we have requires me? In, as far as the state of California and federal laws in regards to our quarantine. And which which ones are those? I, I can show you if you pull into the parking lot so we can get those available to you. Well, I'm... I can't stop traffic, sir. Can you please comply? Uh, please okay. comply. Uh, I guess my question, my question is, am I being forcibly detained? 
dead set on going on a train because she does not want to have to go through TSA with me. Oh, God, could you imagine? Uh, yeah, I've already gone through TSA. I drove up there a year and a half ago, and I flew back out of JFK. And I thought to myself, wow, I'm going to get hassled. Right. And I'm like, I'm ready because I'm on my way home. I don't, I don't have a job to get home to. It doesn't matter. I can get home anytime I want. And uh, so I was ready to go to jail. Right. My mother was in New York, too. So I was like, I had bail money. I was like, I was ready. And uh, they fucking walked me right through. <laughs> not a problem. Not an issue. Not, not a, a nothing. They didn't frisk me. They didn't, I didn't have to go one of those things. I just went through the metal detector. I was all worked up online and then just like whisked through. Nothing. Wow. It was like anticlimactic. I went to, I don't know. I think I told the story when I picked the kids up. I don't remember. But when I picked my kids up this this past summer in June, um, was it June or was it for the wedding? I, I think it was in June when they were coming. Yeah, it was in June when they were coming down by themselves. And I, I went to pick them up and I was sitting there and, and it was the first time I had seen the actual body scanners in, in um, Fort Myers Airport. And not all the terminals have them, only certain airlines in Fort Myers Airport has them. So uh, I decided uh, to take a couple of pictures. Well, after I snapped, and I did them pretty covertly, you know, I wasn't standing there holding the camera up or anything. I just kind of, you know, ch- you know, held it up to my chest like I was looking at it and snapped the picture. And uh, after that, I noticed an old guy was standing behind me, you know, one of the old TSA guys. And, and he stayed there the whole time I was there after that. And I, I don't know if it was because I took the picture, but it was funny because Mike, Mikey was like, oh, look at the police people. You know, look at the police officers walking by. <laughs> and I said, no, Mikey, they're not police officers. They can't do anything to you. They can't tell you what to do. You only have to listen to them when you're going through over there. Other than that, you never have to listen to them. <laughs> he was like, oh, OK. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there was police cars. I said, see the police cars down there? They, they had actual police cars on the on the runway, uh, you know, by the terminals. I said, that's a police car. If they're in that car, then you, you know, have to worry about it then. But I told him, I, you know, no, they're not cops. You don't, you don't have to listen to them. You don't have to do what they say. Ever. Well, freedom ceases to end for you when you go through those, uh, when you go onto the line, onto the security line, because you can't opt out at that point. You right. You cannot turn around and leave. Right. Right. They'll, they'll arrest you. Yeah. Yeah. Because they, because uh, once you enter, once you enter this, uh, the screening process, uh, you can't stop it. Right. You're, it's a federal right. offense. Just, just waiting online. You could, you could stand there waiting online. It's like, shit, I don't want to deal with this, you know? And then, boom. That's, that is not freedom, you know? You did nothing wrong, and you're gonna, you, you totally don't feel like dealing with it, and you got to get fucking penalized for it. What, what was that? Gonna get what? <laughs> what? what El penalized? <laughs> I'm going to penalize you. I'm going to oh, penalize right. you. Third right. hour. It's when we get we laugh like uh, <laughs> it's not it's even the previous. third hour. It's the last twenty five minutes. <laughs> the fun part of the first fifty two, where we don't get so serious. Actually, we actually have had some pretty heated, serious conversations in the in the last little bit here before. No. Yes. Yeah. But most of it wasn't on air. Yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> I, I'd be playing other stuff for us. Oh, wait. I think I got control of my computer again. We Imagine need an that. off-air gig where we just kind of tie it all together. Well, we're working on that. That's the uh, the possible soon-to-come um, uncensored or, or uh, no, I don't want to call it uncensored. Uh, it's ridiculous, Behind the though. scenes. It's ridiculous. Well, God knows how much audio Dave has recorded. 
I, I don't have much. I, I actually deleted most of them. Oh, good. That's good. <laughs> that is Thank good. Thank you. Oh, I, I listen to it later on, and I, I, I critique both of us. Oh, the, the, the show in general. You know, I say, all right, I should stop talking, you know, and uh, I should do shows sober. And, uh, you yeah. know, then I delete it. Just for the record, you have way too much time on your hands. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> you need to start pulling some drops for me and stuff is what you need to start doing for me. No, man, I love this lifestyle. Yeah, of course you do. I love I would love it, too, if I had it. <laughs> any work. Oh, goodness gracious. He, he right, hey guys, seriously don't for- expressed how much he loves his life as I know, is. Yeah, I know he loves his I life. Think you're going I'm, to no, I'm looking forward that. to. I'm looking forward to actually doing something. I, I can't do shit until the the uh, appeals hearing. Just what do you re- mean the- doing something? What does that mean? Moving well, the Honduras. Comes- <laughs> what? <laughs> Moving the Honduras. That's doing something. Isn't that like a five year plan? <laughs> <laughs> a five year plan. <laughs> Well, first he's got to get the boat. I thought the boat was a great idea. We talked oh, about no. that on the way to Salty's last week. Then there's selling your book about moving to Honduras and why. Mm. Why anarchy rocks. Shh. <laughs> anarchy. <laughs> anarchy. <laughs> Let's bash on four toads. Four toads? No, it wasn't that. She's, you know, she's letting my secrets out. <laughs> what the hell? I thought the I thought the boat idea was a good idea. I was advertising, not letting secrets. Advertising, out. <laughs> advertising his move. Now yeah. I gotta go write the book. Now I gotta work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See now, now you've committed him to writing a book. Honey. Well, I'm sorry. Somebody's gotta, you know, kick the horse in the ass. Something. He said he had to do something. There you go. Kick that horse in the ass. Get him rolling. Get him running. I, I wish you know. Ugh, this computer's frozen up, and I I, I just found the perfect clip i wanted to play for you damn it so we, so we could argue for a little bit for the last 20 minutes brad, brad friedman telling you 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 were right Sean was right. <laughs> no i have that right here this is can I, no, no more no. tell him where he's wrong he's absolutely not wrong he's he's right he's absolutely not wrong he's he's right he's absolutely not wrong he's he's right yes that's right brad don't forget what is it brad what, what was it he's absolutely not wrong he's he's right okay just wanted to make sure Good. Oh my God! Thank you very much. You're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I'm going to use that a lot. He's absolutely not wrong. He's he's right. Okay, Dave, now Dave, that's seriously I, that's Dave. Enough. I went to Brad and I asked him what he thought about chemtrails and my opinion on him. He's absolutely not wrong. He's he's right. See, so you, Brad said it. You, you know. I'm preparing to right, walk now off. You agree with him? Do not play that. Not one more time. <laughs> I will walk off. Yes, dear. Listen. Don't make me have to... I'm the master debater. Tonight, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Getting off the rails here. Inappropriate. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny to watch you play with, like, toys now, you know? Because that's basically what you're doing. You're just playing. Uh, you know, I like to play with my toys. <laughs> Anytime I can get a good toy in my hand, I'll play with it. You are not helping, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was no, that? I think it's cool because it brings me back to a time when I first got into computers where, you know, I had a lot of fun. Oh, you you had cute. fun. You never had fun a day in your life. Stop your lying. <laughs> well, I've had a lot of fun. <laughs> I've had a lot of fun. I know you have. You... Snowmobiled on the Rocky Mountains. Mountain biked down Killington in the summer. What's a and, Killington? Uh, 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 it's what? <laughs> no, I've done some crazy shit. What's a Killington, she said. 
Killington is a ski mountain in Vermont. Hmm. Now you know what a Killington. See, she got a member. She's a Southern girl. She grew up down the here. The more you know. Right. She doesn't know what right. the Pocono Mountains are. Actually, she's been in the Pocono Mountains. She probably doesn't even know what they are. Yeah, she probably, she probably has no idea what what good what the good cities are for skiing, right? Nope. She doesn't doesn't even know what skiing is. I've never been skiing. Where did it go? I've surfed, paddleboarded, swam in the ocean oh, every shit. other day. Shit, you know what we didn't get so to? So that makes up for it. We didn't get to something. I still want to play this other thing, but we didn't get to... Shit, I just moved from that. You know, this is way too complicated. When you get three computer screens and one mouse goes between all of them, you tend to lose your mouse a lot. Like, you can't figure out where your oh pointer God. is. Oh, my God. This is the second time this evening that Dave's been blamed for something. <laughs> 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 That's what you get for helping, Dave. Yeah, God damn you helping me. <laughs> you didn't even brought me down. You didn't even ask for it. I just brought it with you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, drove down to my expense to do it. No, totally no. <laughs> but nobody. Oh, wait, wait, wait! You didn't drive down at your expense. <laughs> it was a couple wings that got you down here. You know that fryer oil. You don't pay, the fryer oil got you down here. The hell are you talking oh, about, sir? I haven't put fryer oil in there since December. Oh, I thought you're still. You, oh, you're back on regular now. Mechanic says that it was probably the the biodiesel uh, that that. Killed that pump. Now I got to do research into it because it was a, it's a pump that had 180,000 miles on it. It's 12 years old. It was ready to go. Um, and I, I, I want to use biodiesel, but I don't know if I can now. Oh, and so you're not on biodiesel now then? What? So you're not on bio, biodiesel now then? And besides that, the guy that makes biodiesel out, out in Waimama, he's been in, the ho- in and out of the hospital. Leave your mama out of this. Why are you going to bring your mama into this? I didn't bring your mama into this. Where are you guys mama. going? What, what the hell? <laughs> I just totally derailed Lexi. She's like, huh? Uh, All right, anyway, we talk. We keep talking about this stupid article that we haven't gotten to yet. And we've got uh, 16 minutes. Eight, no, 18 minutes. I'm sorry. Got to learn how to do math. Uh, to, what are to you, get Big Ben? What? Am I Big Ben? Big Ben. Big Ben? No, I'm just trying to you know, read the clock. Okay. Tell Big, time. So, do you have that article in front of you still? Me? Yeah, you. What article? The 10 ways a libertarian society would be different. Oh, no, I actually never opened it up. I remember, wow. but I, I don't. Do you remember it? All right. So, we're going to talk yeah. about this. This was written by uh, Jacob Hornsberger. 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 Uh, and I heard it, like I said, on a free talk. That's where I found it at. They were talking about it. And uh, I like, you know, I, I agree with most of the principles. I think most of us do agree with most of the principles we're going to talk about here. Um, but people don't understand how some of them could be feasible. So I'm trying to decide if I want to start at the front or the back. <laughs> Dave, where would what you like me to start? What was the name of the article again? So I can uh, look it up. Um, Ten ways a libertarian society would be different. I'm going to just tweet it out real fast. You could. Tweet. Hopefully, my computer decides to work. <laughs> you gotta love when you, well, uh, you know, I got it. Never mind. you got it. All right, good, because uh, it wasn't cooperating. I don't want to have to lose the article. <clears throat> so, how much oh, would yeah, no. go 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 from one to ten? Because it, it's in it's not in condescending order. It's just they're all ten good things. It's not like a buildup. Okay. 
All right. So we'll just uh, I'm going to read the headline here. It says here, how much would a libertarian society differ from the status society in which we live? It would be. <clears throat> oh, wait, hold on. Answer. All right. Um, it would be it would be it would be radically different. Here are 10 ways a libertarian society would differ. And uh, on the line here, Mr. Castle. Yes, could, sir. Could, I want to be part of this one. Couldn't stay away. Have you read this article? No, I want to. I want to hear it. Okay, cool. Well, we want you to be with us and hear it. Awesome. All right. So, number one, the the, the first difference in a in a libertarian society: no more welfare state programs. A libertarian society would be one in which there is a total separation of charity and the state, uh, similar to separation of church and state. No one would be forced by any law or government pro or governmental program to share his money with others or to donate money to anyone. Uh, so basically it's saying the decision is up to the person to decide where their money would go. Uh, it says that the decision, the, 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 here we go. The decision on whether to help out others would be entirely voluntarily. Uh, so no more Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, subsidies, foreign aid, SBA loans, food stamps, public housing, education grants, F, uh, FDIC, or any other program in which government forcibly takes money from people and gives to others. Number I'm all for that, man. I am all for that. Man, check, 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 check. I mean, come and, and on. I benefit entirely from all those programs. What are the and solutions, though, to, to those, to those uh, social issues that you'd have from those not being there? Well, it would be it would go Bring back to society. To it would, no, it would go back to society to take care of one another. It would go back to... Um, the way it used to be where you had the, the church hospitals. If you go back into the 40s and 50s, most hospitals were based, and I'm not a religious guy, so don't think I'm promoting a religion, but most churches uh, had the hospitals that, that, that they ran, and that's where a lot of that went to. Everything so would become privatized, and once everything becomes privatized, it becomes way more affordable because you don't have the competitiveness of that global insurance bullshit scam going on you know what i mean everything's within its community and what it can afford all right well that that's definitely cool i just keep seeing the lady that ain't got time for that needing help and nobody giving a shit in our society because churches would actually pitch in and they would be much more effective which they were in the past but that kind of got stamped out with the churches are getting smashed I agree. They are now, but right. look at the play they're making right now. There's oh, with the, yeah, with the, pope. the final pope and all that. Yeah, yeah, they're I hear going it. for it. They're going for it, whether you believe in it or not, or whatever. They're going to make things look a little twisted, so it's like Philly fulfilling some weird prophecy. Well, just reading the book and then fulfilling the prophecy on purpose. Right. No, I, I feel you. And if you go to the prophecy, uh, what's it? Peter is supposed to be the next one, but. Um, I, I haven't followed much on that, but I know what you're saying about that, and I don't disagree with it. Um, Dave, go ahead with your thought there. There are other ways other than religious ways before that, and I would like everybody to look up this phrase, um, mutual aid societies. All right, And this is, what, this is the way Medicare was handled and, uh, you know, uh, advanced level Medicare as well. Or it was the way things, like a philanthropist, a guy got rich, would open up a hospital. And he would give it his money away, um, and because it wasn't all that much money, you know. 
And that's how people had health care. And it was better than it is now in, in terms of who gets, who has access to it. <laughs> Agent 66 sounds like she has something to say back there. Yeah, she does. She was talking actually about boobs. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's always a good thing to talk about. That's why I'm you're like, you I was you talking mix. about Lexi's boobs. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're good boobs to talk about, so. Listen, wow. she can mix a little bit of this Whoa. and a little bit of that, and all of a sudden, look how interesting the conversation becomes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you could hear me. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> I'm wasted. <laughs> hey, everybody's having fun. This is a... The third hour of the first 52 is always the most fun hour. Uh, so I tell you, I love this show. Well, thank you. I'm glad you enjoy listening. I, we love having you guys involved with us. I mean, it, it really adds to the to the whole thing. So thank you guys. You guys, guys. great guests. And, the, and you have Lexi. Yeah, yeah, that's the best thing I could ask for. <laughs> <laughs> By far. Us girls got to stick together. I think we should have Lexi on our show. There you go. That would be awesome. Ooh. That would be a great idea. Lexi, we show. start our show up. You got to come on. I would be more than happy to. That sounds so fun. She's branching out on me all over the place. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to do two shows. You're going to be doing one. I know, right? (laughs) And it's your channel. (laughs) Frank Castle would let me. I was going to do a sexy... uh, What, the girl show? A sexy lady show? A sexy lady show. And Frank was like... They're trying to steal you. And I'm like, Frank, I'm really, I'm nobody. You're the celebrity. I'm just, you know, 66. <laughs> yeah, no, none of that, that. No girl on that show likes me and they are in love with you. They're in love with what does she see in him? Oh, my goodness. That's why it's the sexy girl show. Yeah. That's hey. right. We got our own. We have the ladies at Thursday night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are you Are you going to start back up again soon? Yeah. As soon as I got to get some of these songs done and then I'm going to jump right back into it. Uh, we got some really cool people we want to have lined up. We have so many people now; it's crazy. You know, nice. I'm I'm so happy that we're all we all have the ability to do this now. I I hear this I hear this crowing in the background because I think well, I guess it's not a crowing, but there's a buzzard on my roof. I roof I think. <laughs> Who's my other caller? Five six three. Well, sorry about your fucking luck, son. <laughs> How you doing, Buzz? Oh fuck! I'm starting to feel pretty good now, son. You starting to? Oh, what are you home? No, he's drinking. No, no. I'll be on Monday. Oh, you're still on the road, are you? Yeah, trying to get home on this fucked up goddamn leg. But I thought I'd call in real quick so I heard to say something. I'm not half drunk. You gotta forgive me. Broke into my buzzard shot. But, uh, said something about prophecy. Yeah, what do you, uh, Frank had talked because we were talking about, uh, society and, and how things are changing, what this prophecy is with this Pope thing. So do you have any information on that? Yeah, I think y'all need fucking Jesus. (laughs) 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 Goddamn Democrats. (laughs) <laughs> Blame it on the Democrats. Sean, okay. Sean, that's two drops right there, man. I might get them myself. Wow. All right, good. Yeah, Buzzy, um, you know. What uh, I think about this prophecy, to be honest with you, uh, oh, fuck, I want Brandon. Like I said, I'm getting there. But anyway. Uh, wind that shine up, man. What was it? I do I do believe in God, but this prophecy deal, I don't know. They're talking about the last pope and all that shit, but hey, it's got to make you think now, son, with all these meteors and shit shooting around and blowing up. It yeah, wasn't just one in Russia. It was all over the world. 
Yeah, and and Frank, you're right. Timing is everything. And they could have known this was coming. How come it's not being reported on every station that uh, right now? What was it? They saw it in San Francisco. They were seeing stuff. Uh, and Cuba was getting hit with like small, uh, you know, stuff falling from the sky. That's your basic media. They're gonna tell you shit. Right. Well, they're gonna just let it smack down. Now the Russians are screaming that it was shot down. I just saw a video where it looks like something as it's flying right across the sky gets shot right through this thing. You don't know what's going on out there, and it's it's getting crazy. But you, they could be making the play on the prophecy, and, the, and you, you know what the funny back. part in that is that the prophecy within the prophecy you need that to happen. They need to start, you know, making it look like it's real, and then it actually becomes real. Right. And, and I, mean, I wasn't about nothing about. I wasn't about nothing about it until this pope says I quit. I'm retired. Too old to, to retire. But he's no, NWO. You don't fucking, fucking quit. This is the first motherfucker did it in 600 years. Yep, yep. Because he's part of that system of control that we're all trying to defeat right now. And that system of control at the top is run by Satan, worship, and lizards. As far as I'm concerned, whether that's real or not, they believe in something oh, that we do not. It's not even Catholics, it's people above the system. Right, and they that write are, these things. They write. They're they, shaping it. Th- these were their, their. These were their. Their marching orders that were written for them hundreds and hundreds of years ago, and they're they're part of. It's part of their cult. It's not the way we look at it. When we think about the Catholic religion or this religion, they look at things differently, and and they have the their their directions that were let out for them, and they know this, but we don't know that. But we're learning it. We're realizing it, and that's part of what we're seeing. You guys remember the secret of Fatima that was to be released, the third one? I was like a young kid when um, when the, that whole thing was going on. It was supposed to have been released. Well, word has it, they never really released. They said, well, now say it, was that the church will be gone. People are going to start becoming spiritual beings and all that stuff. The system of control was in there because they stopped it from getting out. They made, like... The, the, the higher-ups got together and said, listen, we can't say, like, we're going out of business. Well, I, there's a lot of us always been spiritual, when, so to speak, but I'm going to hell without the rest of you either. <laughs> well, spirit, you know what, Buzzy, there's nothing wrong with being spiritual. <laughs> there's, there's nothing wrong with being spiritual. Everybody has their their way of being spiritual. You don't have to to go to a church. You don't have to believe in a certain speaking of any one person. You just have to believe in in humanity and life and that's there the way i look at people it. in the system oh, that supersede. Actually, well you got your belief but actually you got to believe in god they're superseding mm-hmm. the spiritual religion aspect and controlling that's what's gone on so things are supposed to be going on and you're supposed to be hearing about them and you're not and then they control you with information so they'll go oh my god it looks like this and up oh, another meteor hit, and up oh, the Pope is going up. Oh, you're only hearing this stuff, and you notice how it's just lining up perfectly. Well, before I mean, that fucking meteor hits my old ass, I want to know who the fuck built the pyramid. <laughs> Aliens, Buzzy. Didn't you know that it was our landing spots? I'm serious on that. I believe that. hundred. I don't. I don't think. You don't believe that there's aliens out there and they've been visiting us with all that shit that's online that and stuff that's been recorded in history, whether the ancient alien theory is good or not, it doesn't matter. There's some, been something going on. Yeah, oh, yeah. we'd be me stupid not from, to believe it. I mean, yeah. I don't think there. Uh, I can't really understand any, anyone. What, that every story see that. is fake. 
every single no, one. Right. My father, no my father swears he saw a flying saucer. I swear I saw one before. We, we were actually, at the Otter Lake incident in, I think it was 80, 80 something. It was like 85. I was a young kid and they, the cops said it flew right over the station, but we were outside with everybody in upstate New York watching this ridiculous light show that was going on. But now that I'm older and I think like we have satellites up there that project images, they can do shit. I think it would be crazy to think that out of all of these galaxies, we are the only, you know, species that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, it's it's not. You know, that's that's just crazy to think. Let's be adults about this. This isn't like uh, Star Wars. I don't Wars. know if they're UFOs or what they are. <laughs> you know, it's definitely there. And even if they haven't visited us, you're just like like six, uh, 66 is saying, you're crazy to think that they're, you look up and maybe they're not coming to see us, but there's life there. there there's got to well, be. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. What do you think? We're the only people that have life? Yeah, that's right. kind of like acting a little above your humanity by thinking and like if you're that's the true, only thing out then there. Then how... How depressing is it the way that this whole world is run? Right, agreed. 100%. You know what I'm saying? Like, if there's another, the like, world let's say might be UFOs run this way or aliens looking in on us, they're probably like they're animals. The world might be run this way because the knowledge that they have exceeds that of the system of control by every means possible. You, you know what I used to think, Frank? I used to think um, that we were more of a, almost a science experiment to the aliens. That if you look at the way our. I'm Frank, serious. It's like, you know. I tried to tell that to my mom. And, oh, man. That old woman goes off on me. Listen, if you look at me in the mirror with my shirt off, you know I was mixed with the great ape. That's all I'm saying. And you, it, 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 there's nothing wrong with thinking, because they do it now, that someone came down here and spliced the two together to use like – like you have to be from the planet. So I'm going to take from me and put it into something else. That's like the most advanced on this planet We're bipedal. And it kind of shows some signs of, you know, extra going on in its mind. And then blow, they just fucking put it on the table. They put it together. We're doing it now. Or maybe that, we're just a clone, reality show. That clone sheep thing had, <laughs> had human DNA. In it. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's a known fact. Right. So you're telling me you use human DNA to make a clone of a sheep. Well, something in there is going to tweak. That kind of picky to me. Yeah, but it's the truth, though. <laughs> it has happened, Buzzy. And they put the spider gland in it, and then they milk the goat. And, and you're, you're you know really they freaking that out, for? Buzzy, Buzzy right you now. know what they use spider goat for? They use it to make armor. Bulletproof vests. I have one made of the spider silk. It's super strong, man. It'll stop Dirty Harry's weapon. Amazing what they can do, Buzzy. Don't ever think they can't do it, man. I they know you know that. They the spiders like that because they were killing each other off. And well, Buzzy, you know what time it is, brother. Hey, you know what? What's that? I got to drink some more Buzz and Shine. I got to go now. <laughs> All right, brother. Have a good night. Thanks for calling in. Later. Peace. I uh, got to love Buzzy. He is, he is, uh, Frank, if you've never come across Buzzy before, you, you, you might be sorry when you start coming across him a lot. He's a great guy. He's a he's a radio junkie. He loves his live radio. He's a truck driver, and all he does is listen to live radio and call in constantly. He's a great guy. Well, you know what? He's got some. He he likes some good radio. Oh yeah, he does. He like he loves uh, us. I O. Um, he if it's live, dude, he'll listen and he'll call and he'll talk with you and and uh, he makes some awesome moonshine. Really? Oh, my grandfather used to make moonshine. Oh, he makes good apple pie moonshine. Wow. Oh, yeah. He gave me some for Christmas. <laughs> you could set yourself on fire with that. It was yummy. We definitely enjoyed it. 
Uh, listen, Agent 66, Frank, I appreciate you guys calling in again. I appreciate everything you guys are doing out there. Make sure you guys are looking for Heist Click on iTunes. And uh, check him when he gets a show going again. We'll make sure we're promoting it for you, buddy. Yeah, and, you're going to be on the show finally. Yeah, I'd love to be. Thank you. I appreciate You're going to drag the whole crew over. Uh-oh. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> the whole the first 52 crew all on there. Yeah, man, and we're going to talk about some shit. Yeah, we should just do a mix, a mix set. Well, hey, thanks for having us on. You know we love you guys so much. First 52, check it out with Sean Raz in the house. Thanks, brother. We'll talk Woo! to you soon. Peace out. Later, brother. Later. Night. Night. Oh, they're good people. I love when I love the the people we have involved with us that that help yeah. us out and that that interact with us. It's just great people. Yeah, they're that a was cool fun. Couple. I enjoyed that. Yeah, it was. So listen, Dave, you got anything for the what? closing? We only got through one of the ten things. <laughs> I know. I'll save the Oops. article. <laughs> I'll save the article for next week. We'll get into the oh, rest. On, of we can it. run through ten. Oh no, it's already <laughs> after midnight. We don't have a kid tonight, you know. Oh, it's 11, oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> we have business to see too. I see y'all guys later. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. I got So, what's your final thoughts? Anything? Uh, no, gotta go. <laughs> Whoa, what's that? How did we get to that? That's not what I wanted. It's still a good song, you know, uh, MK Ultra, the Pied Piper. That, but that's definitely not what I wanted. I guess you got to really prep your stuff when you really want to do something, don't you? So anyway, I want to thank everybody for joining us. <laughs> I want to thank everybody for joining us in the first 52. As usual, it's been a lovely, excellent, enjoyable show. Thanks to Frank Castle, Buzzard Bob, of course, Mike Shaner. Make sure you check him out. And uh, we love you. Love you guys. Let's investigate the consequence of a bittersweet loss of sense, a weapon in a war against ourselves. The setting sun is loading guns. Don't be afraid of mistakes, emotions misplaced, to love or to hate. I don't know what to do, we're all lost and confused Just trying to get through in this world Always trying to prove that we're worth what it takes But it takes a long time in the dirt to see grace When I'm trying to be real, they tend to be fake When I'm risking it all with no time to waste Fuck this rat race I'm leaving this place It's time to blast off Destination space With the sunset hung behind us And the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free unguided through the beautiful, the silent with the light show from a passing UFO, lost in the glow of the unknown, please don't go. Home. We're right from day one, 
so much thanks first 52 is the bump diggity are chemtrail geoengineering programs changing our weather and destroying our environment why in the world are they spraying they want to create a storm in the southeast then they'll start engineering out of the north pacific that's where the trailies will be find out why critics are calling why in the world are they spraying the most important film that is revolutionizing the environmental movement Go to whyintheworldarethespraying.com for more information. It's just going to get worse until the point where we're not going to be able to grow anything at all unless it's a Monsanto genetically modified abiotic stress resistant seed. Why in the world are they spraying? New international version with languages available from around the world. Go to whyintheworldarethespraying.com for more information. It's all about money, and weather is another form of commoditizing, a way the central command group can commoditize another form of our life. Why in the world are they spraying? And if you control the weather, you're going to control the planet. It's that simple. 